0: y'all it's Debbie Dev, So Gone Challenge, Producer Edition. Here we go.
1: Yo 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 yo! What's up, what good up, people? Up? Pull up a chair, and join us at the hip hop roundtable. Uh, this is a special episode, as you could even hear, we had a little extra something on the on the intro. Uh, that was Young Dev with his So Far Gone challenge. He could tell us a little bit more about that. Um, that was a producer edition, but uh, this is Landon Hill right here on the mic, of course, in front of me for this special episode. We got uh, Mr. Mylen Drake. What's going on with you, sir?
2: Man, this is gonna be the the briefest intro in podcast history. Uh, um, you know what it is. I'm, I'm in the streets and in these buildings, trying to save these kids. Uh, that's it. That's all. I'm excited about this fiftieth. Um, thank you for letting me be on your show, Landon. I appreciate it's it. Uh, <laughs> it's been an honor and a pleasure, Dev. We've just been sidekicks to, to the Landon Hill Show, but it's been amazing. Brother, I'm excited. Come
1: on, you said this is gonna be short, brother. This is that it's is short, on, brother. This, this this is no, short. You just that's add short. For no reason, that's brother. Super
2: short. Let's go. I'm excited. Get to these guests.
1: I'm ready, and of course down there in LA. Hopefully, uh, this this special episode is not interrupted by any. uh, What did you say when we were off air? Gunshots, helicopters, police (laughs) sirens, whatever else. But uh, down there in the in the nitty
0: gritty, we got uh, young Dev. What's up with you? Yeah, what's up, people? As as you know, in the building. Uh, both with the wedding ring and in the corporate world. Uh, had to step out real quick and, and go back and put some put some stuff in the streets with the So Gone Challenge. You know, uh, I was on Facebook and uh, Mylon happened to post on my page uh, a guy using a drum pad to uh, basically sample the So Gone Challenge. So you already know I had to hop on that being the sample uh, king myself. I'll claim that. Um, so yeah, it played right there As y'all seen, I got a little reggae with it People couldn't dirty wine and all that So you know, I'm I'm versatile with mine But yeah, just glad to be on here For this big 50th, let's get it For sure, so as these brothers just said We are, uh, this is not necessarily The
1: 50th episode that we've recorded We got some others that are in the uh, uh somewhere vault. in the vault, you know that that may come out another time. But this is the 50th that we're gonna actually put up. So we had to, uh, you know, for this milestone, we had to bring some really good dudes back on, all of which who have been um on the podcast previously. So they each just gonna introduce themselves again. And if you haven't heard any of their episodes, be sure to go back. Uh, let's just start with I think I think Cliff was the first one of these three brothers that was yep. uh, on the podcast. So let's just start with him. Cliff, why don't you uh, come in, man, and just reintroduce yourself to, I, I don't know if the world is appropriate or not, but to the, to the world. Right at
3: least to the hip-hop yeah, roundtable. <laughs> at least. Roundtable. I guess those who are listening, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Cliff. Uh, my name's Cliff. Cliff Young. Uh, Devin is my nephew who put me on to the hip-hop roundtable, uh, which is ironic. I put him on the hip-hop. So, <laughs> it was me and his dad, me and his father. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm from LA, South Central, uh, between Normandy and Western.
0: <laughs> uh, this sounds like a rap song. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, and uh, I'm a lawyer by day and uh, a whole bunch of other things at night. So hey, you know.
2: and that's enough thing. Hey, look, we don't want this podcast to be connected to any of Cliff's activity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, legal, legal or illegal. We, we we don't want to be involved. And I was gonna say I did I did mention you in the first episode I believe why why we fell in love with hip hop. So yeah, oh, I think you was tagged in that. So this is yeah. him, people.
3: That's me. So that's that's me and enough, nutshell Nothing special. That's so. Uh, that's all.
0: For
1: so sure, for sure. And and then uh man, yeah, so thank you thank you for being on and then uh let's go. I don't remember who was on next after that, but it was, was it Dave? All right, Dave, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to the people?
4: Oh man. First off, thank you all for having me. Um, I'm David Johnson, um, active duty U.S. Army. Um, you might remember my voice from the uh, Battle Rap podcast. Yeah. Um, I highly encourage uh, this <laughs> group of gentlemen to do it again. There's definitely some more content to discuss. Uh, but we'll touch that another time.
2: Did just you just set up a third <laughs> yeah, visit. A third then visit. Second visit. You set up a third visit.
4: Like wow. This, they that's... say when you when you get your foot in the door, you push <laughs> yourself all the way in, but you let the door close.
0: So yeah, look, yeah. wisdom. Now a game wisdom, right, wisdom, right there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> all right, we ain't even start yet.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping jewels, uh, and then of course, last but certainly not least, uh, we have uh, Neff. Man, this dude. If y'all have not already, well, I know y'all have heard of it because we have hyped it several times, but he was on here talking about uh, his uh, amazing org, project, business, uh, music streaming service, Vedas. that is for, if you call yourself a hip-hop head, you're you going to want to get this or get, get to know about it. So, Neff, why don't you introduce yourself and then tell people where they can go and get Vedas too, man.
5: Hey, what's up, what's up? First of all, Hip Hop Round to Thanks, Thanks for having me back. It's always good connecting with y'all. I mean, me and Miley go back like four flats. Um, I'm, a, I'm an L.A. native. Uh, you know, grew up, you know, appreciating West Coast bangers, but definitely always had appreciation for lyricism. Uh, and then, you know, eventually, you know, my my love for business and my love of hip hop and uh, real brothers who were weren't scared to speak out on our behalf kind of led me to launch Vetus because hip-hop went down a direction and went down and so Vetus, Vetus's mission is simple, like to, to bring authentic, underground, hardcore, but high-quality hip-hop out to the people instead of having to listen to, you know, these Moscato rappers and all this other stuff that they're pushing into mainstream and so, um, yeah, if you guys want to go to Vetus.com, which is V-A-Y-T-U-S.com, you know, it's the website that I have all the background information on Vetus and on the organization and it'll have a direct link to download our app in the iOS App Store. Right now, we're only on iPhone, but we'll be coming on Android soon.
1: For sure, man, and I I love the way this dude said. You know, grew up on the West Coast, had appreciation for West Coast music, but for lyrics, it was like a hip hop like resume that this dude just. It was like he was interviewing right, for right. for a an and R position or something like that. I don't <laughs> that, know. But uh, they
2: kinda had yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is why you know. This is why you should let me take over your company. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: I took my advice from Dave. I got my foot in the door,
1: so I should be a CEO. Right yeah, it was very official, man. So. Uh, uh,
5: It just basically boils down to, like, I'm unapologetically L.A., but, you know, I got a gang homie from East Coast. There you go. If if you big-time L.A., they think, oh, you don't like lyricism. It's like, come on, man, miss me with that. Man, Man,
2: it's this dub scene in the (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you just banged on us. Like, yeah, man, I mean, you got a problem with it, you know, come see me. My address is 4873.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, man, so so all these brothers gonna join us, um, and you know, given that y'all, y'all know what we do here, we really, we touch on all types of topics related to hip hop, and um, really try to bring just a different understanding, depth, perspective, uh, or perspectives, rather, uh, to, to hip hop, and so, um, for the 50th, I mean, why not really take it back to what the essence of hip hop is, and talk about the elements of hip hop, um, and specifically you know, as we as we celebrate a milestone here, why not discuss whether or not we could recreate, add to, take away from these original four elements of hip-hop. And we, we, we may go, who knows where we're actually going to go, um, but this was all kind of sparked from this uh, article that was on uh, complex.com. It, you know, I have, I'm sure we all have our own opinions about what was in the article, but I just want to read this one quick excerpt that I think will help help us guide the the, the conversation and let everybody who's out there listening kind of understand what we're talking about. So Complex was going through, you know, talking about what the original four elements were, uh, but essentially they were now rewriting these elements. I'm not even going to bother with what it is that they rewrote, but uh, this this one excerpt here says... The concept of the four elements is only powerful insofar as they inspired and incited the teenagers who first assembled a hip-hop culture in the bombed out and violent New York City of the 1970s. But the great thing about hip-hop is that it has always cared more about the present than the past. The kids who invented DJing and graffiti weren't respectful of the traditions the previous, uh, of the previous generation. They wanted to shock the world. They wanted to tear everything up and rebuild it for themselves. They wanted to get their kicks in the moment and infuriate their elders at the same time. That's the only eff- that's the only essence of hip hop—not rules, but breaking the rules. And then they go on to basically say how hip hop, you know, has had its ebbs and flows, is constantly changing, and uh, and so because of that, they then went on to list a number of different. Uh, what they consider elements of hip-hop given what is uh, what has been trendy or popular or whatever the case may be uh, in hip-hop and so I guess this is their way of breaking the rules and kinda redefining what the elements are Um, so as we jump into this and I mean anybody Dev usually kicks us off but we can take this to anybody who wants to jump in there first Um, let's first just go to how do y'all define, what do you define as the elements of hip-hop? Do you stick to just the traditional four or, you know, is, is it is there some other definition that you typically use with regards to hip-hop? If anybody want to take that away.
5: I, I would, this is Neff, I would say that the the four are still the four. Now, there, there's become a higher emphasis on MCing over the other As time has passed. And if, if anything, a fifth may have been added in terms of producing, right? Because back in the day, you used to be, you would just sample someone else's music. Now cats are are producing original beats um, and they're playing their own music. So, I mean, there's kind of this little asterisk where you can add a fifth in terms of producing. But saying, you know, that the... I think is, I mean, I'm not going to try to hold this back. I think it's bullshit to say that hip hop is just about breaking the rules. Because in, in that case, there is no definition to the genre. You, know, we, you don't even need to rap. It doesn't even need to sound like hip hop. It can be rock and roll. That's about breaking the rules too. So I think the I think the elements, the four elements remain. I think if anything you add a fist with producing and you need, you need to be at an MC. If you can't then you know, go do something
1: else. anybody else wanna wanna jump in on that definition?
2: Either 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 oh. Dave or Cliff, either one of y'all or both of y'all.
1: Um, was well, Cliff. Um, uh, I I believe
3: that the uh, you know the four elements of hip hop are still very important to the uh to the culture of hip hop to to what hip hop is uh, uh most importantly scene and and uh you know d was uh, for me as a kid growing up i i devin's uh father i used to watch this guy just get on the one and twos just get on the one and just get on the turntable just mix just you know for the hell of it and you know that that was something i always um you know, uh, whenever I I envisioned hip hop and the very the essence of it was was DJing and being able to rhyme, um, and then you also have you know graffiti and and being able to dance, but those are the foundations of it. Anything else, if there was a fifth element or anything, in my opinion, I think anything else can branch off from that. You know, uh, because hip hop is kind of organic; it grows with society. It does grow, but if you don't have the foundation there, if you take away MC or if you take away the beats from it and not, it's no longer hip hop, you know, just like Nep said, it becomes something completely different. Uh, so um, I think, I, I believe that the, the the four elements there are very important. They're like, even call them elements is probably not even correct. They are the foundation of hip hop. You know, if you take that that's away, the then did that the house falls.
1: So that's, that's that. Young Dave. Dave, what say you?
4: Um, okay, I'm gonna go a slightly different direction. I don't disagree with what uh, the gentlemen have said so far. I think the definition of what hip-hop is or the elements, it kind of becomes watered down as you cycle through more generations. Because the 90s, 80s, they had a real good grasp on the foundation of hip-hop. You look at today's generation; they only care about segments and pieces of. Like you ask somebody that's, you know, born in the 2000s what b-boying is, they're probably gonna look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> and, and there's like, or tech DJing, for example. Nine times out of ten, you ask one of these young cats who, um, who's a pioneer in DJs, and they might say Steve Aoki. Like, they have no concept or clue cool of what real DJing is. Like, you go to parties and they're being done by playlists. Like the art of DJing is lost on current generations. So I think as hip hop progresses or as more generations uh, come to pass, like hip hop is being watered down. It's become a fragment of what it used to be. Because I think today's hip hop in comparison to what hip hop really was, it's two totally different things. You go from one that was a community to something that's a piece of a community. Like we're not talking the same language when we talk Hip hop today, as opposed to hip hop where it came from.
1: So, so then, Dave, do you so so then, do you say that because people don't have an appreciation for the elements or the or the foundation, as Cliff said, that now they essentially are they are no longer the elements of it? Like, they have those elements now changed because people don't have an appreciation for them.
4: No, I think like a lot of the, the stuff I was looking at prior to. Um, this conversation a lot of people incorporate knowledge as one of the foundations of hip-hop or one of the elements of hip-hop I think that element is missing that's why there's such a disconnection between past generations and today people don't know about uh, b-boy because it isn't as front page as it used to be like the whole graffiti the whole concept of actual DJ and DJ battling Like, all of that is, I don't want to call it a lost art, but the current generations are real faddish. They're real um, in the moment, which is kind of covered in that article, but it's almost like the younger the audience gets, the more ADD is present. Like, nobody's going back and explaining or showing where, um, where these art forms are coming from. That's why you get such a... Fraction in like the freshman, the freshman XXL class, and some of uh, your Star Wars uh, like comment. I didn't want to touch that because I knew that was going to get a reaction. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, fresh, get freshman a XL, team, like,
2: XXL ass is what. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know.
4: Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but, like that's how you get. Such a separation with artists like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and Will Uzi and, and Yachty and these other random um, cartoon characters. Like that's why there's such a fraction between in the hip-hop community. It's not diversity, because I don't consider it diversity. I think it's you're speaking two totally different languages. Right.
5: I, I think. I think to the, uh, the tangent off of that is. Like, how did, how did we get to this point? And part of it is, you know, folks don't know the history of hip-hop, but how did the history of hip-hop get lost? And I think it became paradigmatic silences, right? So cats who are out there who were pushing agenda or who were pushing particular content or message that wasn't in the interest of uh, these record labels, then got silenced. If you, I mean, the basic way you'd want to put it, if, you, if you're trying to sell... You trying to sell like a niche product that's designed specifically for, you know, inner city individuals or you want to sell something that's gonna be appeal to everybody from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Right. So are you trying to come out with like like authentic, like LA style Mexican food, or are you trying to come out with Taco Bell? Right. right. And so I think what, what you, there's more money to be made in selling a Taco Bell type product. And so then they kinda of push hip hop in that direction and you took out the substance that was unique to the inner city, you just made it about having money. Well, who, who got more money, folks growing up in the hood or folks growing up in the suburbs popping bottles? Like, who really popped bottles? Like, folks growing up in the hood once in a while or people who go home where they got expensive, you know, wine and champagne collections? Like, who's rolling fly whips? Like, people who in the hood who might buy, like, a, a 15-year-old Beamer, you know what I'm saying, to put some rims on it, or somebody who got a Beamer for their 16th birthday. So it was made to be more generic under the guise of keeping it authentic just by talking about this watered down um uh, version of it that was about materialism and that's when the elements stopped being spoken about. That's when actually being a lyricist stopped being spoken about. And then you got, you know, I'm not gonna jump ahead in the podcast, but the video that, that was sent out was you know, just some fool some foolish <laughs> really is <it's> cool <laughs> Yeah, as
1: as we yeah, as we have uh I mean, we we all have said it in, in one way or another, but, but Mylon has reminded us several times of that as well. Uh, <laughs> Dev, De- De- you want to go ahead and and, uh, and, and define, define
0: the elements for yourself, man? Yeah, for me, and I guess I can speak on the younger generation with this as well. Um, if you look at the four elements at, at the core, at the beginning, the DJing, the breakdancing, the graffiti, and the MCing. I will say that um, as time progressed, those elements kind of went to a different direction. So I still see breakdancing as just dancing. So you have dancing, it it went and it turned into, you know, the Dougie and all that stuff like that. But of course, dance has changed over time. And graffiti, to me, is going to be an interesting one. I know it takes the artistic element out of it. But that's where the, the, the talking about it was, the commentary. Um, we was, I, I don't know if y'all own, but the, the get down, if y'all watched it on Netflix, there was always uh, something that they said on the graffiti that was like basically telling something. Basically, it was, it was giving the voice to the voiceless as what graffiti was being done in those times in general. So now people like us are like graffiti. We're talking about the current state of hip hop or we're talking about the current state of our society. We're just not drawing it or we're not doing it on an artistic Uh, Element, which is, you know, sad to get the art people out of it, but pretty much those are the people who are saying the words, you know, uh, the intellects, I would say. And then DJing is still prevalent. Uh, I go to fraternity parties and stuff right now, and they can still scratch and mix and blend and all that stuff. Um, Not probably as good as before, but they're still scratching, so I'm happy about that. Um, and that also, like you said, I, I will call, put that as far as in producing as well, because you can have those same, it's basically that's, that's your heartbeat. It, that's the music, that's what gets you the beats and all that stuff like that. And then, of course the MCing is always, that's probably the purest form of the element right there. Um, of course the vocabulary got better, the wordplay got better, and, and, and so on with the wordplay. But it just kind of evolved now over time. I would say that people just kind of drawn close to what was easy. So it was easy. Dancing is easy. So that's why you have uh, people just wanting to party. And back in the day, most of the crowd, all they did was dance in general. So if you have more of a crowd instead of more of the people on the artist side, the people that are actually pushing out product, the producing, the DJing, the MCing, once that goes down in numbers and the crowd goes up, you're, 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 like you said, uh, watering it down, as, as Dave said. And so uh, also what Neff said, the commercialization. And that's the sad part. That's the that's the very fuel and ammo that Mylan uses or try to use every week. <laughs> but uh, that that definitely took a hit. And, and Big Daddy Kane said it back in the day. You should want to do it just because you love it. You, you shouldn't want to have any money in your pocket when you do it. And that alludes to, again, like we said, there's nobody that is willing to, to put out product, to be an MC, to be a DJ, to be a producer. And so now you got uh, a cluster that is outweighing, um, there's pretty much just listeners, there's just followers instead of people that are doers and leaders. And so that's why we only got J. Cole and Kendrick, and we got a lot of people that's just following. Mr. Drake. Uh,
2: man, I mean, I, I think this is a record... I don't think anyone has supported my theory that hip hop is dead so fast so early on into the, the podcast. I'd like to thank uh both Dave and Neff Nef for, for I mean, the for their full support of
1: yeah, I uh, figured uh, it was coming. Of my very soon. of my campaign. No. Uh,
2: just, hashtag. Just
5: wait, bro. just wait. Ain't nobody supporting
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hip hop is dead. I, I just thank you. I thank you, Dave and Neff. I appreciate it. Uh, I knew it was uh
5: coming,
1: but
2: man. yeah, it, it's I, I think the the struggle that I have just listening, you know, in, in depth to to what each brother is saying is, you you can't get in, you can't enter. Just like the fact that we're at it we're at a point where you can enter into a, a sport, uh, a culture, of anything, and not be held accountable for not knowing the history of it. Like, I find it disrespectful for somebody to say, we we've and we've talked about it, you know, in sports, when somebody's like, oh, Adrian Peterson's the greatest running back of all time. Whoa, 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 Kimo Sabi. Like, hold on. Like, do your homework. Do you know who Jim Brown is? Do you know who Barry Sanders is? Do you know... Even, I mean, basic Roger Craig, Emmett Smith, that, that's not even, like, 1950s. Like, you, you can't just throw out, Jay-Z's the greatest MC ever. Like, hold on, dude. Like, there's a lot of... MCs, you, you know, Magic John, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook's the best shooting guard of all time. Like, you have to be careful about making these statements without knowing your history. So the same thing goes with hip-hop is how do you call yourself, and that's part of what this, to me, that's what this podcast is, is, is the fundamental core of it is, Hey, man, you can do whatever. Like, the dude with all the beats in his head looking like Serena Williams and back in the day when they first started playing tennis. <laughs> if that's what you... Hey, man, hey, do your Thug Dizzle. You you rocking the Red Beats. That's really cute. But you're not a, you're not a hip-hop artist. I don't know what you are, but you're... I don't know, but you can make it up. You're Trap, or I don't know what you want to call it. You know, like, they call it Trap Soul. You can whatever you want to be, man. But don't call yourself an MC because if if big daddy kane is an mc and you're an mc something's wrong something's wrong that that's just that doesn't and that's not about Mylon drake's opinion that's that's just not that just doesn't add up you can't do both you can't say well big daddy kane's a certain type of mc and the dude with the beats is a certain type of mc Nah, dude is whack and he can be not and i, I won't even say like there are i don't I don't mean that every mc is good or every mc i like there are mcs that i that i acknowledge that's a rapper. He's he's a he's a hip hop artist. I just don't fool with his music. I just don't like it. He raps too slow, or I don't like his production. But there are certain things, as I've always said, man, you know, just because you play a banjo doesn't make it um country western. Just you know, like this is there's some dynamics that you must have in order to be called whatever. And you it's not about having these four elements, it's about If you don't have the fundamental foundation of uh, of what hip hop is, you're just not hip hop, and there's no debating that. And I don't, right? Honestly, I truly don't understand why so many people want to be connected to hip hop, and you're not hip hop. Like, why do you want so badly to have the title of hip hop or be an MC, and you and you're not? You don't you don't embody it. So that's the it's the confusing confusing sad reality that uh, that to me. the art the culture is dead and it's dead because of the the lack of desire to even want to know more about the past you just come in and saying like you know like we all said it you like it's just instant like yo i just want to make money i'll say whatever i need to say on this mic i'll do whatever i need to do on stage and i'll and, and i'll be ignorant enough to say things like yo this this is different now no it's not different it's all, you're different but it's always been the same
1: so, so I'll say that because I, I, I agree at least in part. You agree that hip hop is
2: dead. That's nah, what's up. So, brother, 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 a,
1: brother 50th, I can't, I can't, I can't finish. No, you I can't. can't, can't finish you my statement. Can I let the people know? For I this. can't finish my statement.
2: You can finish. your I, 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 I just want the people to know brother, that brother, this is uh, a great day in hip hop. That n- 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 no, it's Brandon, not, Dave, Neff, I have three supporters. I usually only get one. I got three.
1: I would. Cliff is probably okay. going to join See, in. See, this is what happens, people. Like, a black man can't, one black man can't converse with another or a group of other black men without getting his, without, without being able to, to, to speak his whole mind. You know what I mean? I don't understand. Tell us why it's dead, son. Tell us tell why it's dead. So I was going to, I agree at least in part or at least in, in majority with, with all of you in one way or another. Not that hip hop is dead <laughs> uh, necessarily, but that. Uh, but 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 with all the comments, um, I I think with regards to, you know the the elements as I say, the four elements as as we understand to be the, you know again what like Cliff said, the foundation. I don't I, I don't think that's anything that you can dispute, and I do agree that um, you know doing something that does not uh, represent the essence of that, and I think that I think that this is the one place where. Hip-hop, whoever, you know, hip-hop in in and of itself as a culture is to blame. Um, because I think that one, there is not, and I wouldn't even necessarily say to blame, it's, it's very hard to do this, but one, there is no clear definition for any of these elements, right? So we can point at a Big Daddy Kane versus somebody else and say that that is the... That's the standard of M- uh, of an MC, but it's very hard to qualify exactly what that is. So you can be there is some sort of special with regards to diversity within what an MC looks like. Same could go for breakdancing, dancing um, say or, or you could argue at least same could wow. go for um, you know B born whatever it's just the, the in terms of qualifying that's very difficult. I think the other thing is that you know when we talk about stuff getting watered down and people not, Pain, you know, or, or really acknowledging what those elements are. I think a lot of that does have to do with the fact that one, people just don't want to know the history. There is that commercialization, like Neff was talking about. Um, but again, I think there's also part of it is we as hip hop haven't been fully um, uh, agreed with regards to how many elements there are. I mean, like, like Dave said, and it was a great point, like knowledge is oftentimes thrown in there but sometimes it is sometimes it's not so are you like are you not a real hip-hop head if you don't include the fifth element of knowledge you know what i mean like when i was first really getting into the history of hip-hop and all of that like i at least understood um uh beat um beatboxing to be to be an element which i would argue and we can have this conversation later like i would actually argue that's an element in and of itself too just coming the that that thing that is unique to hip hop that came out of that, and you have people you got the the, the Dougie Freshes and the and the Biz Marquis of the world who have made that an art form in and of itself. But that has translated now to a year or two ago, those that son I mean, that that, that father and daughter doing nothing like that, and that all represents hip hop. So, but because we can't even say, of the, you know, well, is there four, or is there five, or is there a six? If there are some people who are arguing, beatbox is one of them. There's not even necessarily a clear consensus within hip hop itself. So although I think the four are the four are are agreed upon and those should not necessarily be disputed and everybody should, in my opinion, recognize them as the foundation. It's also I, I can also understand how stuff gets lost through the cracks because we as a culture and as a community haven't fully defined exactly what that is, in my opinion. So you know, again, if, if you ask me personally, I say there's five and I, I, I might even argue even six with beatboxing. I, I would I would include that. But I think that also goes to, you know, this this question that we were discussing off air before we got on air of like who who says or who, who actually defines what those elements are and do we get to change it? Like we can take both of those questions like who actually defines it or who did define it and 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 who gets to and do we get to change or alter what those elements are um so again anybody can take it away we don't have to go in the same hey, order I just to, jump I in I'll go. Oh, oh
0: all right you gotta defer it's, to the, the guest dev you gotta Mine, defer I to got the guest mine'll be quick, mine'll be quick. Uh, but, no, go ahead go. um even even what you said, Lena. as far as like having an element be knowledge or have an element be beatboxing to me it's all a branch off of one of the elements. So knowledge to me was an MC cuz you couldn't come out and spit something unless you was talking about what was going on. You was you was bringing awareness. So that being an MC in itself was like knowledge. Because the way you was bringing up bars, you might have said something that nobody thought about. You could you could spit a, a cold 16 and then everybody was like, "Yeah, that's that is what's going on around here." And you start having people evaluate this. so, so that in itself was knowledge that is branched off of MCing. And with beatboxing, yeah, it became an art form in itself, and we loved it. We held on to it, and it goes back to just the beat portion of it. There was times where people just couldn't afford DJ equipment, so they found out a way to use their mouth, and that's what the beauty of hip-hop is. That's what the culture is, is that you come out with something beautiful, but then that's where now if we going to call beatboxing and these people are mumbling, then it's like, well that's the part where I'm kind of stuck too. like do we call the stuff whack can we just call that whack and just leave it at that because we didn't call beatboxing whack you know what I mean but somebody could have thought that was whack so the fact that we held on to it I guess it has to have some kind of feeling attached to it you know that makes you feel good or you're like yeah that's that's it as opposed to hearing this now and like nah that's whack so that is a that is a toss-up when you know as an element uh, I would say branches off then how do we define that as whack or being good and we can coin it and stamp it hip hop?
3: All right. Marley, Marley. Uh, I mean Landon, Landon, your your question, just make sure I want to make sure I'm answering your question. Your initial question was, who who defines hip hop or how do we define hip hop? What was that it?
1: So who 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 determines what the elements are? or okay, Who do you who think did that? And okay. then do we do we as a hip hop community, or does anybody have the right or the ability to add chains alter that at all I
3: got you I got you okay so um, that's kind of like a, what do you call it? a compound question so I answer the first part of your question so who uh, who defines or who should we say define hip hop all right so uh, initially if you if we talk you know we're talking about the history of hip-hop that's been mentioned many the time so initially the history those who defined hip-hop those who had the actual authority to even comment on hip-hop were those who were actually involved in hip-hop were someone i mean we're talking about it would have been someone like a ron dmc or a koo uh, or, or a uh Melly Mel or uh, i mean those are the individuals who are actually embraced in hip-hop who were not supported by corporate sponsors these were people who were doing the music doing the art for the love of the art. Those were the actual original authorities on hip-hop, right? Now, if you you go over the decades as corporations got more involved in hip-hop and as radio play got more involved in hip-hop, what we've seen is the evolution of people who actually had the knowledge and who actually had the right, right, and who actually put in the work to have a voice on hip-hop, to now society then giving that voice to corporate sponsors or to people they put on the radio and say, all right, now you go ahead and tell us what hip-hop is. And the perfect example of that is now you have on Hot 97 or 92.3 to beat, or even on someone as, as on, um, Sway on Siri Satellite, these so-called authorities on hip-hop will have the audacity to allow someone like Lil Yachty or Young Thug come onto the radio on a so-called hip-hop radio show and then speak on hip-hop. Well, if you're a kid and you listen to that, you're going to say to yourself, well, hell, they're the authority on hip-hop, and they have this guy speaking. He must be hip-hop. So now his music is hip-hop. So now we have allowed those who should never have have gotten the authority to speak on hip-hop, or somehow we have lost the people in society, the people have lost that power to hold on to hip-hop Due to corporations, due to something like the Grammy Awards, having the ability to give the best, what was the best female hip hop award to uh, Iggy Azella, as if they have the authority to define what hip hop really is. See that so now when you're talking about defining hip hop, it becomes very difficult because now those who have the money, i.e. the power, they're defining what our culture, what we know as hip-hop was when we were kids, when it was only the few. When, when people, when hip-hop was a platform for people to speak on a multitude of issues, but it was all, but, but people understood where they were coming from, and people understood the stories. Yeah, and, and like Mylon said earlier, you may not have agreed with the way that guy, you might not have liked that particular MC's flow, that particular, particular MC's uh, 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 style, the production, but we all understood that he had a story, and we all understood, like, maybe that's how it is in Oakland, or maybe that ha- that's how it is and, you know, and in Houston, well, now we have, like my man said earlier, this Taco Bell brand of hip hop, you know, because the commercialization of it has now defined and now they are so-called the authority of hip hop. And we no longer have that platform of people who are actual, authentic hip hop hip hop people who are, who are not stepping up to the plate and saying, you know what, nah, dude, we're we not recognizing little Yachi or whoever the hell else or whatever, you know which is really isn't any different than what radio stations have been doing for a while. Radio stations have always continued to put out music or st- their their own definition of what hip hop is. You know, I remember back in the night in the late 90s you rarely ever heard a uh, a Black Star album played on the radio station. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would have heard, I don't know what was hot at that time. What was it, Yin Yang Twins or something like that back in the early 2000s? Top Boys and all that. Top <laughs> Boys. But you, weren't, you, weren't here, you, were, you wasn't going to hear a Black Star album. You wasn't going to hear uh, the Roots album or anything like that, you know? So, in the essence, it may seem on the outside, when you, when, you, when you delve into the commercialization of hip-hop, that hip-hop may be dying. But even then, back in the 90s, you still had these underground MCs who were there. And they were, they, they were putting out good music. You know, we may not know who, I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry, I wish I could take, name a name besides uh, uh, J. Cole right now and, um, and Kendrick, but I know there are some guys out there, there has to be some entities out there who are still keeping it real, still keeping it 100, who are not little Yachts, who understand hip hop, man. So, I mean, to define, like, to, again, your, your, your question was who defines hip hop and, you know, who has the authority to define hip hop. Um, I, I still think it is to the people, but it makes it very difficult when you have big money get involved and they go ahead and taco build the entire brand, or they try and taco build the brand. Um, and then, in, in addition to that, can hip hop change? Yes, hip hop can change. It, it, it can. It has to evolve. It must. But if it doesn't evolve, it dies. Anything that the, any any organization, any any culture that decides to stay in the same exact place as it was when it originated and does not evolve with society will die. So hip-hop will, hip-hop has to evolve, it has to change, it has changed, it will continue to change, but it's, it, but in it changing, it does not mean that the people who are changing would it then turn around and say, you know what, I don't respect DJ Premier, I'm not going to rhyme over DJ Premier B, I'm not on that no more, no, 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 man. Imagine Beyonce, imagine someone asking Beyonce, hey, Beyonce, we're not going to play no music, Beyonce. We just want you to sing a cappella. Because we remember back in the day, that's what Gladys Knight used to do for us. And Beyonce said, oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's back in the day. I'm not doing that. They Look at her like she's crazy. Maybe Like Beyonce, you're a singer, right? You sing. Well, if, you, if you're a singer, then you, you can sing a cappella, right? It would be reasonable for people to understand that Beyonce can sing a cappella. So it should be reasonable for anyone today, although you may be the new era MC, you should still be able to say, you know what? Yeah, I can rock that that DJ Premier beat. I can rock that. And I can rock my new shit too. But I can also rock whoever else you wanna bring you who DJ Pooh, I can rock that too. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's that.
1: Dave, Dave, you think that uh or Dave or Neff, either one of you brothers, do y'all do y'all think that it, the hip-hop elements are able to be changed redefined added to stripped away from in any way do you think that I, I guess we as the as the community as the collective of of hip-hop have the the right the authority to do so uh,
4: I think um I think when it comes to like I guess your original question and also tying in the one you just asked I think it's hard to Put the onus on who has the authority to define what the elements of hip hop are. I think at the end of the day, the root issue with hip hop in general is the consumer. I I, I buy in totally with the commercializing of the the art the art forms and how it's become watered down and money driven. But at the end of the day, when when you think about something being commercialized, there has to be demand. And the demand falls on the on the consumer. So if the consumer holds anybody, whether it be commercial, independent, if they hold hip hop to a standard, then the money is driven, and the money is driven based off of what the consumers want. So if I hold in all of the community or the consumers hold hip hop to a standard, then you can elevate it back to what it was. I think now there are certain platforms that are offshoots of um, the original elements. Yes, Violin, you're going to like this. Like oh, Battle Rap, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Battle Rap, I think, is still one of the purest forms of emceeing there is. Like, mm-hmm. For as much as people want to make a commercial like um, Slaughterhouse doing the, um, the pay-per-view that made it on national TV or um, the reality spinoff they tried to do, um, you still can't take that particular art form far from what it is it's raw mc and that's what it is um i think with like beatboxing it's not as mainstream but they still hold international competitions like i spent i just spent a little under a year in korea and one of the things that blew my mind was in seoul which is one of the dopest cities on earth in the middle of the largest park in that city
0: they had a beatbox competition. And oh, I, I mean, there were probably 30
4: or 40 contestants, and they were serious. It wasn't, you know, hey, just get up there and act silly. It was like people were preparing for, like, they were going on American Idol. Like, you that's had rough. people drinking lemon yeah, water dope. and um, <laughs> sectioning themselves off, like, beatboxing in the microphones with headsets on. Like, it was, they weren't going into a championship fight, they were not playing. And it was all different cultures. Like you had, uh, there was a couple soldiers that was out there um, that actually were a part of, um, I don't want to call them a part of the army band, but there's like a traveling group of people that put on musicals in the army. It's like the easiest six months of your career um, if you're talented enough to get into the group. But um, they were in there competing. So I think when we, I think, To answer your question, I think it's still based on the wholeness belongs to the consumer. I think a lot of this nonsense that is passing for or trying to be associated with hip hop is a young consumer group that the commercial, the commercial industry has tapped into that they see as easy targets, and they're selling whatever this group of sheep is wanting to listen to at the moment. That's why you have some of these crazy I don't even want to call them artists. Like, they're con artists. Like the mumbling thing. Like, if I can touch that, please. Mumbling is like a. no, no It's artist. frustrating because you can't compare it to beatboxing because that's it. Like, they're trying to make sounds. Like bits. Right. It's actual effort. Like, right. I I equate mumbling to me liking a song and not taking the time to learn the words. Like, because I listen to my music loud. So you can't hear me, so I don't know how bad I sound. And no, I don't know all the words. I just know if I make a sound in my head, it sounds just as good as the lyric because I probably didn't hear it either.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I know. I know. Myla, I'm. Yeah. I'm being quiet because I know Miley is gonna want to go in on it, and Neff finally does too. They got itchy, itchy trigger fingers you know, right you know, now. A, they both like. I'm, they I'm, just opened up a whole another. I, I, I,
2: I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let Neff. You know, uh, this is this is guest day. This is for the 50. I, I want this to be historic. I'm, All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real
5: quick because there's three quick points I want to make. Mumble rappers like them dudes is freeloaders, right? If you think about it, if it without the producer. They would add no value, so they. I can see them as pure sure. freeloaders. They're not artists, like it's. It's like I call that stuff like neo disco, really, because you're really just riding <laughs> off the beat. It's not hip hop. You're not as a as a. I, I would refuse to call them MCs as a as an artist or whatever they want to call themselves. The people the person that's allegedly vocalized, they're not adding any value in any way. It's the beat that is, a hundred percent delivering the value.
1: I love the way that uh, Nef's Matt, He does it very like, educational, articulately, but allegedly vocalizing it's just, it's just like the, it's
0: just, the little shots
1: are incredible <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little shade,
5: it's a little shade I think the second, second point I wanted to make right quick was about the consumers I agree completely that consumers are to blame and I would say some of us are to blame too and, and the reason why I was talking about folks who are a little bit older I think a lot of us, not all of us, think a lot of us, we didn't want to be seen as old heads right We didn't want to seen as being like out of touch, so we let a lot of stuff ride, and we were rocking to a lot of music that was whack and it kind of it violated the principles of being a dope MC or being a dope hip-hop artist, but we didn't want to be seen as that old curmudgeon, so we would rock with you know some of the stuff and the beats do bang and that's that's the hard part right so that's you the still sad part. like <laughs> the, the beats are banging so it's like all right I'm gonna give this a pass um and I think we were complicit in that as well, but all the the Third point I wanted to make was about MC. I feel like there's always been a definition of MC. And every time you're around a barbershop or the metaphorical barbershop where people are talking about hip hop and what it takes to be MC, there are these clear standards that were always, there There was three parts of it as, as I've experienced it, but no one ever actually codified it, right? And said, these are exactly what they are. And I, I see the three parts as being, you got to write your own stuff. If you were seen is not writing your own stuff, you're exposed as a fraud and you are run out of the yeah. game. And now oh, Ghost Riders have shucks. become a theme. Because oh, folks, we, no one ever, codified, no one ever talked about it, but you got to write your own stuff. You got to have breath control to be able to ride the beat and have a sense of rhythm. So all these right. mumble rappers or whatever you want to call them immediately disqualify. And then the third piece, which I think is the knowledge piece, is you have to be t- speaking about stuff that was relevant to the black and or the urban experience. Like even if it was party, it needed to be like a, about how we party, Right? And if it was about, mm-hmm. you know, going over to your homie's house for dinner and the food was whack. Right. Like, it's just mm-hmm. talking about just what we experienced and what our life uh-huh. experience was. Those were the three components of being an MC. You you always have to have at least one, if not all three of them. And then, because we stopped talking about it and we got addicted to the celebrity, because once hip-hop went mainstream, and we started getting that shine and we started being in movies. Horrible. We started, you know, being front and center. We got addicted to it. Now, it's, it's, we got Drake.
3: If I could, with if I just want to piggyback on the writing Your Own Rhymes and this Ghost rhyme bit, man, it's really killing me. Bro, I remember, I mean, we only, when we talked, I mean, 10 years ago or so, I mean, not even, I mean, Bite MCs. I mean, that was one of the things about hip hop
0: was like, right. man,
3: if you sounded like, I mean, if you listen to Cuban Links, we only, if we talking about, what's that, 97? 97? Uh, mm, something links? like that. When, yeah, when Ghost, and Ghostface is talking about, man, I don't want nobody Sound like nobody in my clip. I don't care what you don't sound like nobody. Biden was like the worst thing you could do, or not being original, not being something. I was like the worst you could do, and it was like if you didn't do your own shit, that right. you was just garbage. You can't even you can't even step up to the scene and, cla- and, 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 and claim to spit bars. And nowadays, you got catchy. No, we know. Who are not right? who not putting, eat the paper. But like my man Dave said, the consumers are still like, yo, I, the, young, the youth are like, you know what, this is what, I don't care. I want to listen to some of this stuff. And so, it, I mean, there, there is onus on the on the consumers. There's also onus, also on, 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 you know, some part some onus on those who, you know, we know that these cats. Some of these dudes shouldn't even be able to like put out music and not get touched. No one should be able to like know that they're a ghost or know that they're fighting and not be called out, you know. Because back in the day, that's you would have got called out. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I hate to say back in the day because shows how old I am. Because when we say back in the day, that's what hip hop was, though. So you it was, it was okay to call someone out, it was okay. LO Cool J would have Cool J and Cannabis had a battle. They were calling each other out, and it was all about like who's the best rhymer or whatever. If Cannabis at any point in time thought J sounded like someone else, that would have been like the end of the whole bat, the end of that little beat. And although I'm talking about something that's like a little small beef, that's not anything big. It was, a, but it was a true legitimate M.C.P. Who was the better rhymer? No one was trying to sound like nobody else. That was like the cool thing about it. Nobody tried to sound like anyone else, and you knew that these casts by actually putting in the time and the effort. To, to 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 actually you know put pen to paper and put pull forth their best, and you just don't get that with mumbling rappers and the rest of this other crap, you know.
2: So I'm a I'm i I'm gonna jump in real quick before we go to to the next question. I, I just thought of a, a an analogy when I was listening to, um, Neff, both Nef, actually everybody Neff, Dave, and Cliff. So when you, when we're saying things and for for the listeners, in case you. You, you you get it but you're you're trying to trying to make, make sense of it. So there's two things that I saw for metaphors like to paint a picture. So one, hate to ruin it, but there's a scene in, in, in the get down, the show on Netflix, which I, I fully support. Nas produced it, so it's official. Don't even it's not it's not corny. You know what I mean? Um there there's a scene and there's an episode where folks were under the assumption that they had recorded a DJ's party and was playing the tape and pretending the DJ. <laughs> and, and so once they got found out, it was like, yo, they were they were they they were done. Like wherever they walked through the community, it wasn't even like it's not a party. Like just walking through the community, they were like ducking and dodging because oh, everybody's man. like, hey yo, they're gonna fake cats, yo, look at them, son. Yep. Because you did the worst thing ever. You tried to front like you were DJ. You cannot do that. And it wasn't about. So going back to what Dave was saying about the consumer, not only did the consumer, but the community said as a whole, we can't even fool with you. B, like you, you out, you out, you out. Like this, this nothing. Isn't that we can do about it? You out. It's it, in college, you you get your your paper gets thrown in the trash for plagiarism. In hip hop, you get thrown out for same type of. A, a mentality. Same concept. Same, Same concept. concept. So then I shifted over to you know where where, where in the area where Neff lives for sure in the revolutionary uh, pro-black racism uh, <laughs> social activist aspect of it. <laughs> so You just
5: call me a racist brother? No, no, no. I, I said
2: racism. I said, I said you live in racism. I didn't say you were racist. <laughs> well, there's a thin line though but I just want you to understand. <laughs> so there's this concept One of my favorite movies, uh, Planet. Again, this is is a bad example because there's old school Planet Apes, but the new school Planet Apes I really (laughs) like. So uh, Caesar, there's a scene where you know all this chaos is jumping off, and cats is getting kind of out of line, and one of the apes sticks his hand out as to say, you know what, I need your approval, and everybody knew what that meant. Caesar knew what that meant. Like, okay, do this. He recognized he's out of line. I'm going to go ahead and swipe his hand and give him the okay. Right. There's nobody. Two things aren't happening in hip-hop. First of all, ain't nobody sticking out their hand. And second of all, ain't nobody swiping it. So it's total chaos. Cats with beads and braids looking. Th- this dude, I just, I mean, I, I I didn't realize it. I was like, that's where I know that look from. This dude said, this, this dude, Kodak Black, he, he he his hip-hop image is looking like a pickaninny that's that's his that is his thing. He's rocking the old school picking any look. Like gold teeth, only thing missing is red lipstick. That's it. What are you doing? That dude, when he walked to the door, somebody sh- the only thing left, and I'm and I'm waiting for it to happen, I'm waiting for the hip hop dalmatians from the movie Brown Sugar mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. actually make an album and for people to actually buy it. That's the only thing I'm waiting for. Because that's all that's left. In, I feel like the
5: worst has already
2: happened. That's bro. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's all I saying. Like Hip Hop Dalmatians can actually come into the game at this point and be like, "Yeah, I man, they're Probably not cool. really, they're not really that bad." I mean, they mean, that they're one of the best groups out there right now. Like that's. But
5: here's here's where I flip it back at you, though, bro, with with, with total respect. I think one of the what it, what allowed for Hip Hop Dalmatians and, and the, these mumble rappers, etc. is we got enticed. We fell in love with the mainstream recognition. Like, so, th- so they threw Outcast a bone for a dope album and gave them a Grammy. But we forget about all the years in which they shit upon the dopest artists that were out there and they would get no play. Like, our music was ostracized. Like, Cats went platinum with no radio hello? play.
3: Oh, no-
2: man, what
5: happened? Uh, uh, hello? Yeah, we still have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
3: mean,
5: Cats oh, got ostracized, and
3: oh,
0: what
5: we, got, we got no radio play. And think about NWA when they blew up. They weren't on MTV, they weren't getting all the public enemy. Poor Righteous Teachers, like the X Clan, you go on and on and on, but Cats still blew up because it was ours. But then once the cat got out the bag and it became a thing that, you know, NFL, when they were cutting the commercial, you can hear, like, yo, is that a beat from Chronic 2001? Is that hove, like, in this commercial for this? Like, we became in love with getting shine and buzz in the mainstream.
2: Right. And then
5: we, we started doing whatever we had to do to get that love. And I'm saying one of the cool things, one of the, one of the upsides is it's not just six of us. You know, I said this last time I was on the show. There are millions of people around the country who are pissed off right now. And I think if we... Just looked elsewhere. Looked back to non-mainstream shit. The number of dope artists are out there. I mean, I shared with you. Mylon was that a week ago, two weeks ago. That new album by uh, Kimba. Yeah, is? yeah, man. That joint's a classic. Mm-hmm. That joint is dope. It's fire. It's been on loop since it came out. I didn't even I didn't even know about it. Somebody just posted it on Facebook. I never even heard of dude. I went neither. to back camp, listened to it, copped it, put a little money in old boy's pocket, and I, I've been playing it on loop. We need to support stuff like that, and it, because that's not like a, like an aster. Like it's dope for what it is. The album yeah. is just dope. Period. What's his cat name? Uh, Kimba. K e m b a. If you went to uh, Bandcamp and stuff is up right it's now. It's on. It's on mm. iTunes
2: too. But I, you yeah. know, and I just, and I definitely want to let uh, both Dave, Cliff, and even Dev uh, chime back in. Mm. I, I think that that's. I don't think I know for a fact that the the issue or the change that hip hop encountered was, and this is no, and I'm not saying this with shade, you know what I mean? I, I mean this out with all respect, but Melly Mel, when he was when he was making the message, this dude wasn't, he was living there, you know what I mean? Right. Like, he wasn't like he was balling and like, he was living yeah. there, you know what I mean? Like, when LL Cool J made Rock the Bells, he lived in Queens, you know what I mean? Like, well. Hollis, Hollis, like he, he was there, like it's, we're not, these cats like, and the aspect of the Kodak Blacks, the, the the Chief Keiths they broke. And they are now seeing, yo, if I do this, I can get paid. And we've had a get paid podcast. So this, this podcast is not necessarily about that, but that just changes the game. When you play at the Rucker, you playing for 100% pride. You don't even want the trophy. You just want to be able to say, we won the summer of 2016. If they say, man, we out of trophies, you like, cool. Everybody know Fat Joe's team won. Like, we don't even need the trouble. You know we won. We beat we beat KD and them or whatever the case may be. They will they the 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 victory is in winning. The victory in that beat in that beatboxing contest that Dave was talking about, it wasn't on the news. The victory was in I won. I beat 30 other cats.
5: It was a prize.
2: It's a prize. Like so we don't have that now. So now the prize is only this paycheck. So if I rap and I don't make any money, there's no need of me rapping. Versus, right. I rap, you can tell that like, there are some people, like Kendrick would been rapping for a long time before he started making money. Mm-hmm. You know, Outkast, when they made Southern Playalistic, man, I'm sure they had visions of making money, but they were broke when they made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's one of the dopest albums ever, and they didn't have no money in their pocket. So, the... That that changed the game, and I hear what you're saying is that we also got greedy and and started as a as a as a culture, started to depend on that. When we we've tried to, I, I think Cliff brought it up earlier about uh, Iggy Iggy won one year, no, first uh, dude from Seattle uh, Mclemore won, and then Iggy won the next year. Now to me, I think they was doing that on purpose, just like. Mm. Really, just slapping in the face—a in the face of, of 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 the real culture. But we started to—I mean, we 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 did a podcast and talked about it. But at the same time, it it matters. It matters to folks like, oh, that's bull. Like it should have gone to Kendrick. But what if it didn't? So what? It, it didn't go to Kendrick. Does that mean Kendrick is still not the best MC? Hmm. But what? we have this. I want to win Grammys, and Drake is the prime example, man. Like he's embodying. Like I was in the, I was in a shop today, and one of his songs came on, and and somebody's like, man, I can't remember, it. I can't figure out if this dude a singer or a rapper, right. and it's not so bad. I, I, La- Lauren Hill is a singer and a rapper. Mm-hmm. One of the dope, one of the t- should be in your top ten of MCs, the greatest MCs of all time. She's a singer and a rapper. But that's different. We, we right. she's not trying to figure out where she gonna make the most money. Like I'll sing, I'll dance, like. It's literally, he's like the Sammy, he's like the, the he's like <laughs> no. the Dammy Davis Jr. of hip-hop. Like, like what is this? His dude is oh, like... Oh, a Milli Vanilli ass. <laughs> like,
4: like, what are
2: you doing? Like, you doing, like, Sammy did everything. But it wasn't, it was because he was
3: talented. Like, you doing everything just to try to find a spot. Yeah, I was going to say that, because Sammy did everything, but Sammy could actually do those things. Yeah, he had the talent he, to do everything. He actually had the talent. Drake is not a vocalist, but... With the right, uh, uh, I don't know, tuning in the studio, and his his, I guess the the tone of his voice to some people sounds tolerable. To me, it sounds horrible. But again, with the, with the correct auto tuning in the studio, he could he, he sounds, I guess, somewhat tolerant. I don't know, but like we looked at before. He's just
0: riding the beat.
3: But he's not. Yeah, he's not a he's not a singer, you know. And then he's a ghostwriter. I mean, but again, these are things that I mean, even if someone, even if he does want a Grammy. I'm going to keep it 100. Even if he does win a Grammy, I don't care how many Grammys one some so called rapper gets. Why are we now saying that the Grammy is the authority on what hip hop is? Exactly. Because Grammy, the Grammys weren't the authority on hip hop when I fell in love with Wu Tang. I, I wasn't looking at the damn Grammys. I was like, nigga, I already knew Method Man was dope. I already loved the RZA, I, you know what I'm saying? Or West Side Connections. I was already on that without the Grammys. I was already on Ice Cube without the Grammy, so now we're saying that the Grammys are the authority. No, right. they're not the authority. You know, they're not, they're, so that's that's a yeah. big. So you know, so
1: so so I so right. I, I there's I think there's a couple things that are interesting, like in 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 the discussion that we're having, and, and like a few points that that I just want to throw in. Right, um, one is that. You know, when we, well, well one is, and, 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 you know, if, if folks want to go back to this at some point, we can, but I think it's interesting that, you know, as we talk about, one, the commercialization of hip hop, uh, the, the consumeristic nature of hip hop, people coming in and invading the culture vulture thing, all of that type of stuff. Even on and we're we're guilty of this every time that we record, like myself, Mylon Dev, like what I do, brother. You about to you about to hear (laughs) the fact that we we are having a we're having a podcast about the the elements of hip hop and what and and what the what the foundation is can those be changed? Yet the conversation always steers towards and ends up leaning towards only MC, right? Like that's just and so that means that. Even we who love the culture in and of itself, not just rap music, we still fall victim to that, right? For for whatever reason. So that's one thing that, that I've kind of noticed. And again, this is, this happens week in and week out. Like I notice it every time we when we discuss hip hop. Everybody, I could listen to a million interviews. I could talk. You know, people could talk about how they they love the culture. And there may be you know for the dudes who were around in the in the 80s, like the 70s and the 80s. They may talk about how they were breakdancing and b-boying and doing graffiti and all that, but past about 95, the only thing, like people could talk about how much they love the culture, but the only thing they was really doing was MCing and maybe, maybe DJing, right? So I think it's just interesting how that, how that tends to happen and how far we've come to where these other elements are rarely mentioned anymore. Um, I think the other thing is that you know, in my opinion, when we talk about can these elements be, be added to or, or altered or whatever, I, for me personally, I don't think that you can strip it away. I think that you can say something isn't as prevalent anymore, but to say that, you know, graffiti or breakdancing or any of these things are not a part of the foundation of hip hop, that, that can't be erased. Now, I do think that we could go back. We have the, you know, the the one thing that I hated in the article and the excerpt that I read was, you know, the great thing about hip hop is that it's always focused on the present, not the past, which is ridiculous. That's part of the issue that we have now that we've been talking about is people need to be more focused on the past. Right. And I think that it's very I have no problems with somebody going and saying, you know what, based upon the history, yo, Dave, you back.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: sorry. I, people, obviously, you know, we, we we thugging now. We got the homies on, but we had to do all this through Skype. So that's why you hear people jumping on, hello and all of that. But y'all y'all going to still rock with us. Y'all still here. Um, so, but, you know, as we talk about, uh, you know, as we as we talk about looking back in the past, I think it's perfectly fine to say, you know what? I think that based upon everything that was going on or, you know, the fact that this stuff was consistent throughout... You know we had the we had the uh, and Neff Nef alluded to it earlier, but you know we me me Miley and Dev we had a whole podcast and we declared at the end of it that DJ I mean that 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 sampling had to be an element of hip hop. It just has to be. There's no like I don't understand how it, it's 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 odd to me that nobody. Had had necessarily come up with that first, or like you know, had had established that first, but it has to be like to me again. I would I would argue that 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 beatboxing is another one, right? And there may be others where we could go back and look back and say, you know what, that is that is equivalent to these other things that we consider to be elements based upon the history and trajectory of hip hop. So I think that you can do that, and I think the final thing um, that I would add is that. You know, when we talk about who had the who had the authority to say what were the elements, it amazes me that we even got to the point where we where where the hip hop community came to the consensus of four or five elements because I have no clue how now in 2016 the hip hop community would be able to come to a consensus that there should be another like it let's just say that it was like yeah you know there's something that is so prevalent that has changed hip-hop forever that it should be considered an element how would we even come to that consensus like i don't know how these cats back in 78 79 whatever it may have been actually like there there was enough where folks were like yeah that's it and people agree with it and it just kept going and now 40, 45 years later, we can all sit here and say there's at least four or five solid elements. Like I don't know if we just got if we've just gotten too big. I don't know if there was, you know, maybe you could say the Zulu Nation was the authority, and now Zulu Nation just got too big. I don't know where that, where that went, but somehow, some way, we got to a point where we had a, a, a mutual agreement of, in, within the hip hop community that. There are these elements, and now I don't know how we would ever be able to to get to that so I noticed a lot, but just as we were talking, those are the things that I kind of like was thinking with regards to how the conversation has been has been going and shifting well, well, can go I, and go. I don't,
0: if if I wanted to uh go, I just wanted to allude to that it's really if you break it all down, it's a battle between the the corporate corporate portion or the commercialization of it and the um, the people itself, because as much as we want to say that, yo, this is hip hop, this is hip, we have the people on the, on the corporate side who are pushing the other peoples who aren't even familiar with the culture. Because as far as consumerism goes, I wanted to allude to uh, being that there's other races now involved in the consumerism. So who has more money? <laughs> not the people who created hip hop, not the people who are basically in the same spot as the people who created hip hop. So the fact that you have just more people with more money, that becomes the forefront of things. That's what's going to get put on TV. That's what's going to get on billboards. That's what's going to get on You know what I mean? It's just going to be in our face more as opposed to us down here, who's actually living it and breathing it where it came from, can't get ours on the billboards, which is That's why we're trying to push Veda so hard. You know what I mean? we, we need the platforms back. So it's a battle of the platform.
2: Jump, jump in there real quick, Dave, because we lost your phone, I, I want to make sure you get some.
4: I wanted to touch uh, something Landon said. Like, in my mind, just in my opinion, I don't think that much has changed in hip-hop as far as the elements are concerned from the um, origination to where it is now from the standpoint that I think they were just as in debate then as we are now. I think the difference between then and now is, um, take for instance the Rocksteady crew, is still alive and active. They're still super heavy when it comes to b-boying and competition and crew life and all of that jazz, right? But they also have some very popular battle rappers in their crew as well. One of the things that I think that's different now, or that's different then and it is now, is those people that were knee-deep in the element that suited their lifestyle were out promoting that art form. So people who b-boy, yeah, we'll acknowledge saying, okay, DJing is cool because we need the music, but at the end of the day, b it is hip-hop. I think those people, like, the people that were behind certain elements pushed those elements. And I think from then till now, the elements that we acknowledge as the foundation of hip-hop are just the ones that were promoted a lot more than the other elements that weren't spoken of or maybe didn't have as large a following. That's I think it's still in debate. I think it was in debate then, and it's in debate now. I think now what you associate with those um, those pioneer elements is probably going to be like skewed. I think what might've been graffiti or what was graffiti then might be labeled media now instead of spray paint. Um, Like Devin said, like instead of spray paint, you know what I'm saying, telling the story, you've got podcasts, you've got blogs, you have other media outlets that are just as descriptive, just as thought provoking and sometimes just as shocking that still drive home that message. I think what's changed is back then you had certain outlets, you had a limited number of outlets that were everyone's go-to as far as what was current, what was real, what was valid. And now, you know, you have, everybody can blog, you know, everybody can podcast, everybody's got a Facebook. So you don't really have that go-to center of what's hip hop. I, I don't consider Sway an authority in hip hop. Yes, he knows a lot. The librarian knows a lot, too. she took, He or she took the time to read the books. I don't consider him an authority anymore because he's shown that he's been commercialized. he got to make money just like everybody else, and I respect that. But I think there are still certain people that just keep it genuine, irregardless of how it may impact their, their profit line. He's not one of them.
1: Uh, uh, I'm surprised. I wouldn't. I would argue differently, but that's another conversation. No, I I, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because it's not hundred percent. Yeah, but I think Sway He's had, had, yeah, but Sway will still show them. He'll throw them shade while he while they're on the air, and it's like I know he has to do it. It's not like I'm not doing it at all. Like he's putting his career on the line, but he still makes it clear. Like
2: you ain't him. Yeah, yeah. He makes it clear that when someone comes in. That's
1: yeah, what, saying, like, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, so I get what you're saying then, but again, that's that's neither here nor there. It's no, that, no, man. like,
4: yeah, you you're you're hitting it on the spot, but like, what I where I'm coming from is not to discredit him, but it's like in his position, you got to look at the the driving force or the driving consumer group in today's hip hop consumption. Like, I respect what he's doing, and yes, he there's certain you know like restrictions he has. But anytime somebody gets on that show, they're an audience. They have an audience. He, they have access to his audience or to that audience. So he, can't, he can shade whomever comes on the show. He can make them look, you know, however big. But if they say something remotely catchy or do something that catches that consumer group, it's a wrap. They got what they came there for. So shade or no shade, they still mission accomplished. I look at what Snoop did with the Gladiator School, like as a culture vulture type thing. Like he took something that was pure and tried to commercialize it. Like I think now some of those people that were prominent hip hop authorities have bought into. Okay, I can make this dollar here and there, and it's kind of tainted my view on them. Like, but there still are some people who have regular shows that just they don't they ain't for it. They're not for it. I, I think the It's one, um, man, I can't think of his name right now, and I had it too written down. But it's one DJ that, you know, he pays out of his own money, like some trust fund he has or whatever, and he only plays authentic hip-hop by his definition. Now, that's a bit extreme, but at the same token, that's somebody who's trying to stay true to the art form. I think there still are ways of doing that. Like, Shade 45 used to be that way. They didn't play everybody. You didn't get everything on Shade 45. I mean it had right. entirely too many commercials, but they kept it <laughs> they kept it a certain way. They didn't go full independent, but well, they also didn't you yeah. you didn't run across you'd never had Soldier Boy in Shape 45. Mm-hmm. At one <laughs> time or another.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like right. that's what I'm saying. I, like there's certain there's certain levels of degradation that people can avoid.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, 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 go ahead. I, I was just gonna say he mentioned Soldier Boy. It made me think that uh I remember when Soulja Boy first came out, me and my nephew, I used to tell my nephew, oh, Devin, Devin being my nephew, uh, man, this guy is garbage, right? This
1: guy's horrible." You know. And Devin was I, like, I'm I kind of feeling him a little bit. No. No, no, My
3: nephew keep on it. He was never like that. You know, he was just like, yeah, I feel you. Uh, he, he really wasn't feeling Soulja Boy, but even with Soulja Boy, and at that time, I was like, this isn't hip-hop. This, this just This isn't. And if you listen to someone like Lil Yachty or Kodak Black, I would even go now. I, I, even in my mind, I'm like, well, hold on. Soldier Boy is more hip hop than them. And if Soldier Boy is more hip hop than Lil Yachty and, 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 and whoever the other, the other guy named Kodak Black and whoever his, his, his friends, his comrades are. And they have the audacity to even step into a studio, a so-called hip-hop studio, and, and, and speak on rap or whatever. And it's just, it is, it's so disrespectful to all of the, every, all six of us and all the other millions of us who, who agree. And, it, and again, it is only feeding into that same, to that, whatever audience that is out there that wants to, you know, those people who don't come from communities like ours, that's what I, I'll keep you know, people who come from communities like ours, uh, uh, and I say ours because I'm only the impression that all of us come from similar backgrounds and maybe urban environments that we all understand as a certain, at the end of the day, if you didn't have nothing, you didn't have dope shoes or whatever, you had to have that respect. You had to have that pride. And that's something yeah. I always got from hip hop, that at the end of the day, somebody, you're, the dude, the MC in front of you got to respect you. Right. And that's just something that's just from the that's that's from the community. That's from where we are. That's what hip hop grew out of. The respect.
5: That's that's real. And I would I would say what's happened with hip hop is analogous to what happened with black economic independence, right? So when we went through the civil rights movement and we got the right to go and shop and spend our money elsewhere, we stopped respecting what was ours and we stopped patronizing businesses in our community right and it became a thing like to go like any like any black woman that is is halfway decent at making fried chicken makes fried chicken better than kfc kfc became a thing in the community like what's that about right but but we're going and we're spending our money elsewhere we started it you know when the civil rights movement went on and on and on and now you look we have no power, no economic control, no, no economic center. You look at hip-hop, I say it's analogous because it's not a direct parallel, but I think broad strokes it is, we became addicted to this attention and this love for the mainstream to where they, they start dictating what they're playing back. There's this cool, sambo-ass fucking image of what we're supposed to look like and what we're supposed to be. I remember the craziest thing being in business school and there being a gang of individuals who are not from our community and who were awkward as hell around folks from our community so like trinidad james for example when i was in ann arbor grad school he came through and a bunch of cats who are not from the community who knew every lyric to his whack ass music wanted me to go with them to a show and i was like i'm not going to be your black friend at the trinidad james show like that's just not <laughs> that's not what's up and i don't i don't rock with him like that and so I think one of the things that became standard, though, was if you can appeal to the most people out there, that's what made you credible, that's what made you valid, right? And and what people wanted to hear and what people wanted to identify with was substance and content that was not going to be specific to the urban environment, and they were highly likely to rock with coonish ass stereotypes. That's just the history of Western Civ. Like, if you want people not from the Black community to identify, you, you— What's palatable palatable to them is it's a minstrel show is a minstrel show. So you look up and hip hop, which is supposed to be the voice against that, It's supposed to be our authentic voice eventually becomes this thing because we're so focused on trying to move the most units. You do whatever you got to do to move the most units. and I see it analogous as, an, as analogous to what happened to uh, like the integration of hip hop that there's degradation and I think the in- integration of black economics tr- or consumerism, like being it's able to spend on money, right, wherever we want it, became this exploitation. And the money stopped. Money doesn't circulate within the neighborhood anymore, right? We, a dollar comes to the black community, it's gone as soon as it's earned. And I think that's similar to that, that lack of power. It's similar to the lack of power we have around one of the greatest cultural phenomena that we've created since we've been in this
1: country. So so so, I mean what I what I hear, and I and I think and what I didn't say, but what I, I think what I continue to hear, um, is that you know when when I was mentioning that we 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 continue to kind of steer the, the the conversation towards MC, but what I uh, what I think I hear, and and one of the things that I think I did agree, um, in that in that excerpt that I read, and maybe I don't necessarily agree hundred percent. Um, I know that I know that, that I think it was Cliff or uh, either Cliff or Neff, one of you all said that you didn't agree. But the, the one thing that I will say that I at least slightly or partly agree with is that, you know, the essence of hip hop was was the breaking of the rules. Right. And I think that although we I think we use the scene when we talk about all the elements and we talk about what's gone wrong with hip hop and like, you know, who's sticking true to it and whatever. And it goes back to that scene, I think that's because at least nowadays, that is where we could best and easily pinpoint whatever that is that um whatever that is that is uh that is the true essence of hip hop right what no matter what elements we're 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 talking about no matter what uh you know what we consider to be an element whatever it is the folks who are out there who are breaking on, carb, on, on cardboard boxes, the folks who were tagging and risking being thrown in jail, the folks who were, um, you know, plugging up uh, speakers in the parks. Um, you know, like, that is the, the, the folks who are out there who are not giving in to the mumble rap and the, and the, the catchiness of it all, whatever it may be. I think that all speaks to something that's deeper than just the element itself. And, and I don't know if you want to call it passion. I don't know if you want to call it breaking the rules. I don't know if you want to call it disturbing the, the status quo. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know if you want to call it just wanting or needing a voice. Uh, but whatever that is, I think that's really what... Like, that's the true essence. or ele- Like, that. that is probably the one... True element that all of those things get at, right? Because I think that Dave's point was was really was really good in, in response to my comment, which is, you know, those things maybe they were debatable, and, and maybe they and they continue to be, perhaps. But at the end of the day, all of those elements, you know, the, that ser- that searching and seeking and understanding the knowledge itself, like all of those things, go to something deeper than the element, and and, and it really speaks to, I think. Again, any number of things: passion, disturb, you know, d- disrupting the status quo, or um, you know, really challenging, um, you know, the 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 really the oppressive uh, environments that that folks came from, right, and continue to be a, continue to live in. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if folks have a thought on that, but that's just what I'm. That's yeah. that's kind of what I'm hearing in the conversation.
5: Well, I I, I break it down like this: hip hop was anti-establishment, anti mainstream culture right it wasn't it wasn't lawlessness it wasn't it wasn't wasn't anarchy it was like we're anti-establishment mainstream culture and it was about bringing our authentic voice and our authentic experience or being being unapologetically black or being unapologetically urban right because hip-hop wasn't 100 percent black but it was mostly black but it definitely was urban so i was like i don't need to apologize for being from the boogie down bronx or being from brooklyn or being from South Central, or being from you know the worst parts of the D, I can be who I am because this is our thing. It's about right. being urban. It's about being us and being anti-establishment. And now, so the reason why I had such a, a visceral reaction to that frame because in debate, you, I, 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 that was that was a straw man. Like he set it up as well. It's just about breaking all the rules. So now that you're saying that there's these rules, there are these elements. What these new mumble rappers are doing. They're just being actually being true to hip hop, but I'm, I'm like, like breaking the rules. Yeah, right. And I'm just like fuck out of here. Like if you're talking nah. to a third grader, maybe you can get away with that. But, but I, I see, I see how flawed the argument is.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Let me, I'm gonna chime in on that as well because I want to chime in to piggyback on the breaking the rules argument. Um, hip hop again. It, it was like like is that was that Nef or Dave? I'm sorry. The Neff. That was Neff. That was, Neff. That was Neff. All right, Neff. Yeah, so to piggyback on what Neff was saying, with hip-hop, in a sense, it was the voice for the voiceless. And it was for us, being the voiceless, I'm saying us, uh, to actually get our story about us out. It was for society that always wanted to see the minstrel show to show, hey, 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 no, we're not a minstrel show, right? We are actual thoughtful, uh, we're thought-provoking Uh, uh, passionate people who have artistic value to ourselves. And that's what we're going to show you through this art form. It wasn't just breaking rules just for the hell of it. You know, that wasn't the case. Um, There there was uh, some substance there. And to say or to even imply that, well, well, those were rules at that time. So by anyone else doing any, by someone coming along and doing something contrary to that, it's hip hop. It's not hip hop. It's some new form of, I don't know, you're creating gumbo music or whatever you want to call it, but that's not hip-hop, man. And to, and to imply that breaking rules is hip-hop is far from the truth. And well, that's and, just, and, and, that, well, hold on, and let me finish. And that's just a cop-out that someone would say to authenticate or to legitimize their whackness, right? To, to even show, them, to even make an excuse. Well, this is, you know, they can't say they're so whack. So instead of saying I'm whack, you know what, I'm a rule breaker, That's just like hip-hop is. No, that's not hip-hop. You know, hip-hop does cut against the grain, and it's not part of the establishment, and it's not commercial, it's not mainstream. Yes, we get that, but by something not being mainstream, that doesn't mean that there aren't, there aren't guidelines, there aren't rules. I mean, you know, just because it isn't mainstream does not mean that uh, that any it's just pure chaos. All right, no, that's not the case. You know, so um, I'm just piggybacking on, on pretty much on what that said. And I know we're kind of echoing the same thought, but I don't think I, I completely disagree with, you know, any argument that someone would make that rule hip hop and in essence is breaking the rules and that or rule breaking or whatever. No, no. Well,
1: well and I, I'll let I'll let Mylon speak. I, I just I, I and far be it for me to to defend complex. I, I don't. I'm not in the business of doing that at all. But I, I, I will say that just within the context of the of the article, and I think just within the context of kind of the general speak and understanding of hip hop, there is a level of again dis- disruptance and disturbance to the status quo, which is what I understand the, understood them to mean by breaking the rules. Right? It's it's creating understanding that for so long the rules were were made. For these folks who were at that time, at least, especially in the Bronx and in New York, um, but across the country in these urban environments, the rules were set up against them. So the only way in which to to uh, to have their own or to make their own was to go against those rules. Was to break those rules. It was the you can't. You don't have to just wear your hat forward. You could wear it to the side. You don't have to just have on, you know, a, a suit and a tie. You could wear a biker uh, jacket. You don't have to just, you know, you can you can spray paint against a train, and it's okay because that's an artistic expression, right? Art is not just using a normal canvas and a paintbrush. So that's what I understood to mean, and I, and I think that we're saying the same thing, but I, again, I just want to make sure that we're, that, that, that I'm clear in saying that it's not just breaking the rules because I could take a, a glass and throw it against the wall or hit somebody because the rules say, don't don't you know keep your hands to yourself but there is a level of hip-hop has always had that that level or that element of you're telling me i can't do i can't do this or i can't say this but you're actually censoring me you are holding me back you're not allowing me to, to to fully and freely express myself and so although that's a rule that you have i am going to i'm not going to obey that rule right so Okay, just for that clarification, but I do want to. I want you to to jump in. So, so
2: Dave, uh, Dave, and uh, Devin. So I I can't believe that I'm actually making a statement, but (laughs) so there's people that were a voice for the voiceless, i.e., Chief Keith. You know, even I mean, I would even say you know, go as far as like you know. Kodiak Black or whatever his name, Kodak Black or Coon Village, whatever his name is. Um, but there, 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 there are people who are like, okay, so Chief Keefe, like, if there is no, there was at the time there was nobody, there was no voice for folks in Chicago. So I'm just using Chief Keefe for example. How do we? And I, and I think I, I guess my question is, how do you tread the thin line between? There's difference between being authentically hip hop, a voice for the voice, you know, a voice to the voiceless, and then stating at the same time, but you don't fit into what we define as hip hop. I.e., just think about Chief Keep, because I mean, mm. they love him, they love him, and at the same time, you know, Chicago needed a voice or had, you know, and so he was that, but at the same time.
3: Chief Keith
0: nah, is, a, is, is a hip hop. Nah, I can make a nah, point. Man.
3: Chance the rapper is from Chicago. I no, mean, but he, I mean he, but at the t- I'm talking I'm talking about just nah, specifically
0: Lupe and
3: <laughs> Yeah, come on. I mean I mean to say that the voice is a difference between we are saying a voice for the voiceless and, and, and having someone needing a platform to speak for those who don't have a voice. Chief Keith doesn't even have a voice. He, he doesn't even use words. Uh, that's just you know, one of, the, one of the key things that, and, I, and Miley keeps saying, like, he's he noticing this thread, this, this common thing that we are all saying when we talk about emceeing, is because that is the common denominator when we talk about hip hop. That is the common denominator. No matter how you flip it, you script it, you can talk about the South, West Coast, East Coast, whatever. And when it comes down to the end, that one common denominator, everyone's gonna talk about you have to have, have some kind of content, you have to have substance. Chief Keith ain't no substance. There's, no, there's, there's well, nothing there with
1: you. I mean, Okay, I mean, he, go, go ahead. <laughs> both might argue otherwise. Go, go ahead, Dave. Go so
0: ahead, of, Dave. so okay. the thing. Oh, okay, no, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. No, go ahead, Dave. Go
2: ahead. Well, Dave. the
0: thing, the thing that I go want go to say ahead, about Dave. Chief Keith, Chief Keith is that, like, more so, he was chosen as that person to put on that platform. Where, if you, if you're gonna say that, all right, Chief Keith was the the voice for the voiceless but he didn't necessarily know what he needed all he was saying in his lyrics is like look this is the result of a bad neighborhood and he just kept talking about we shoot we sell we do this. like but he's not saying because we shoot we sell we need this we need he did, he never had the we need portion of it whereas somebody like Lupe says the we need portion of it somebody like Chance says the we need portion Kanye back in College Dropout said the we need portion of it so the corporations aren't choosing those People who are gonna say that we need, they're just gonna choose the people who are the result who just gonna talk about the result of why these places are bad.
5: He's chosen for the same reason Charles Barkley gets a platform to talk about every black issue ever, right? It's like why does this why does this fool get a stage? Right? It's like these 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 cats are not, they're chosen. I'll just leave it at that. They're chosen.
1: Dave they, Dave, jump in there. See,
4: y'all y'all always throw these alley oops to open Pandora's box.
2: Exactly. That's so, why, exactly. That's the idea.
4: So I got a homeboy that that's from the Oakland area and we was debating we weren't debating Chief Keeper, we were debating Midwest versus uh West Coast. And I look at I look at Chief Keefe not as a voice for the voiceless. He's more of a poster board for the unspoken. I, I look at him as um, he was the one random individual that hit the lottery and was talking about what everybody knew was going on, but nobody was putting on the, the national stage. To say Chief Keefe doesn't use words, it, it's valid. But a lot of the music I heard from E40 doesn't have words, <laughs> um, and I'm not comparing uh, E40 to Chief Keith Before anybody sends a sniper to take me out, all I'm saying is like, if you 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 have to put people like Chief Keith like into like a regional context. Like, um, before Wale joined MMG, his whole house music thing. If you weren't from the East Coast, D.C. area, you weren't in the house music, you didn't rock with Wale until Wale got that commercial feel. As soon as he got a commercial feel, then it became more acceptable. I'm sure Chief Keefe, well, I know Chief Keith had local tapes. Like, his CD actually was so decent, like, it's so decent in his area, in his little region. Like, Chicago's not a region, but he had a bit of a buzz locally before his time to blow up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand like his style of music. I'm not making him I'm not trying to make him sound lyrical or anything of the sort, but I'm saying from a regional standpoint, he fit. Like he fits where he comes from. Same thing with West Coast music. Like somebody like from where I'm from might think that all West Coast music sounds the same. Everybody sounds the same. But to West Coast, to people who are in that that region you know the difference you know the little things that draw you and everybody like you in your region to that particular music so i think like when you do a like, I, I can i put him on a level of regional artist in the sense that where he's from it works the music works people who do house music or what's it what's it called down south bounce All right like uh, yeah i, I, I heard can't about listen that to it stuff. like you you can't sell me on music that makes grown men twerk. It's not gonna
3: work for someone.
2: <laughs>
4: I got family in that area. And when I say stuff like that, they want a fist fight. Like they really want to get live. But yeah. I mean I, I just put it like this. from a regional standpoint, it works. But at the same token, I also agree with the wrong I won't say the wrong people. I look at it, people sometimes people can't help being chosen. But if they're surrounded by the right people or the consumers are letting that individual know what they want, stuff like that can be changed. Like Chief Keith, he he was a product of his environment and that's why he is where he is. But I would never associate him as the voice because Twista has still been putting out music. It just hasn't it hasn't gotten that same national buzz that overnight celebrity got.
5: Right and so it's I think meet- oh, I think sorry. where people where people grow and start getting a national claim is when they get in rotation and you look at there was a study that was done if you took the top radio stations in the top media markets all across the country from the east coast southeast down south midwest northwest west coast wherever if you took the top like 20 stations it was like six or seven of the songs were going to be the same yeah. And like it's the same artists that get pushed. And there's a reason why they get pushed and it's primarily because they got whack ass contracts. So it's it's in the best interest to have those particular artists getting buzzed and getting shine. But there is there is there is a there's a social engineering piece. So I get the regional artist piece, and there's there there have always been regional artists who if you just depending on what your region likes, so for those of us who grew up in LA if you are just mad aggressive with like D minus rap skills, but quality production, you're going to get somebody in a region to listen to to you. And you might not go beyond a region. You might not get radio play, but you'll have your little bootleg mixtapes and people get to the barbershop and they'll bump and they ride or whatever. But to become one of the six or seven songs get played coast to coast every hour and you're rapping or performing at that level, like that's, I think that that becomes the issue until the point Landon made a few minutes ago about um speaking against establishment is like who's establishment and speaking on behalf of whom, right? So it was always about hip hop and its inception was speaking against the oppressive forces that has put black and brown people in these bad neighborhoods, and these poor economic conditions. Straight up. And now it's like, you got cats coming out, I'm going to be hip-hop, and I'm going to speak against hip hop. the rules that gave voice. Yeah, I'm going to speak against hip-hop. Like, nah, like, go yeah. be another genre. Like, and I, I, I've been calling these cats neo-disco, because I think it's great music to dance to with no substance. It's, um, it's, I, I
2: definitely agree. It's either it, should, ne- it should be something else. Neo-disco, or as, as Dave put it, uh, you know, call yourself hip-hop, but call yourself a con artist. At this, I mean, not not an artist, yeah. but a con artist, because you're, you're you're not about that. But I mean, I, and I, and I'm not, and I'm not even trying to justify it. But I, I just think about if you're from the Bay, like like Mac Dre is legendary, mm. and, and 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 Dave just mentioned him. Mac Dre, E40, at at one point, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Flamboyant, looking at that from somebody from New York, they can be like, this is. If, if New York was the group... Either. And I guess that's... To me, like, that. I don't want to say that's my final question, but, like, that's the question that I, I, I just uh, want to try to give, make sure everybody gets an opportunity to answer. If we're saying that there is there is no committee and we're just leaving it to the culture, during this conversation, we've examined and said the culture is the same group of people who said Chief Keefe is dope. So if, th- if you left it to the culture to decide, in my opinion... J. Cole, Talib Kweli, Most Def, uh, Rhapsody, uh, 3D Naughty, Lauren Hill, all these cats would be considered garbage if you left it to this culture to decide who's dope. No one is gonna say, you know what, See,
1: but, but,
0: but. Lauren
2: Hill's the best female so- MC ever. Nicki Minaj is the best MC female MC ever. Because you're I would say, them. but then,
1: but then, but, th- but then, that, that that also begs the question: Are the people that you're asking, do you consider them to be a part of the hip hop culture? Right? Because I think we all here are in agreement that everybody that you name, in terms of who mainstream would consider whack, is dope. But I would also look at that person to probably say, you don't really know nothing about hip hop, so you're not part of this hip hop community, right? Like you don't. Because you're, and this is the the assumption is that, my my assumption would be that I am, because of who you would claim is is dope or whack, I now know what your stance is with regards to the foundation of hip-hop, with regards to the essence of hip-hop, all of that. And so because you don't believe the same thing that I believe, or folks who I think know and believe and love hip-hop, you aren't actually a part of hip-hop. So that's what but, to me that's what that's what's yeah. that's what's complicated about your about your statement is that I could argue that everybody that would go counter to maybe what I would believe, or at least in a general sense, who would say, No, all those folks are whack, but Nicki Minaj and and Soldier Boy, whoever else that we've named on here is hot, you're not really hip hop then. So it that but your I would, opinion I, doesn't count. I, was, and
5: and I would this- I would I would I would say that there's noise in the data, right? Like the, what like i think it's the equivalent of like asking you know like a 12 year old kid who's only been served mcdonald's like right, if if they would like like fine italian dining like what food is better you know what i mean it's like people who have been force fed
0: i love
3: that
5: analogy. soldier boy and all, I love all that these different, you know what i mean oh. it's like yeah. Run with that, Cliff. I mean, I mean, whatever your two cents is on it, because I don't want to be too long-winded about it. But, oh, I think, no, but uh, go
3: ahead.
5: You think what? No, I, I just think that's that's the that's the equivalent, right? I think people love this other stuff, you know, Chief Keef for Soldier Boy or Nicki Minaj in comparison to a Lauren Hill, because they've been force-fed it again and again and again, and their palates have been dumbed down.
3: I and I agree. I think some of those people would even consider uh, just us six and those who think like us are probably what we what some will call hip hop purists. We're, we're hip hop purists, right? We don't we we only uh, see hip hop in this one form and it only can be this one way. And they look at themselves maybe as like, hey, you know, they can have fun with it, and that's why they can enjoy a Nicki Minaj or maybe even a. Uh, uh, I don't know Chief Keefe or whoever else the other people we just mentioned who are horrible, um, and uh, I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things. If you want to call us or someone like me a hip hop purist, I, I guess that I mean I, I think that's kind of like what we're teetering on. But one of the big de- which is debatable, right? I, I think that's even debatable when someone wants to say Lauren here, or, or Nicki Minaj is the best female MC. I think those are the those th- those type of Comparisons, in my opinion, are debatable because I and and I said earlier because of the common denominator we have there. When you talk about someone like a Nicki Minaj, is that she has Nicki Minaj says words, and there may be some wordplay there, and you know, there's there's people may even want to call her an MC. I have no problem. You want to debate that, and someone like me or someone with like minding like us, that's fine. But when you but when you try and debate with anyone. Someone like this guy, Lil Yachty, who I heard say, I will not rhyme over a DJ Premier beat because that's old school and we don't do that no more. Like he says, the, the days of spitting 16 bars are behind us. Nobody does that kind of stuff.
0: Right.
3: That's a cold different. 16. Bro, no, no, that, that's different. We're not talking about a person who raps about commercial stuff and then a person who raps more about, Conscious rap, right? The more the the, the the kind of person who appeals. The we're not debating between a Talib Kweli and someone like a Drake or something. No, no, no. We're not even. This is something completely different. And, and, and it's unfortunate that the radio and 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 those who have the power to influence the youth are actually putting these guys out under the hip hop banner. That is completely disrespectful, not just to us, but to to, to our whole culture. To so the whole reason why we had hip hop was for us to have a voice against the establishment, because the establishment wouldn't let the black and brown man speak on his issues in his community. They wouldn't let him talk about how the police were treating people in his community. So when you so so that's why I think it's very important to remember, like yo, that's why hip hop began. But when you have some idiot and you have the, 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 uh, uh, the commercial or the, the, the media backing him up and you have this idiot come out and say, I'm not worried about that. Very similar to Young Thug. I, I saw the video when he was asked the question, well, what is your opinion about Mike Brown? And he says, oh, we're not worried about that. We popping bottles and doing these things. And, you know, we all about that is a that's 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 that is that's dangerous. That's dangerous. It goes uh, goes above just bad music being played out, put out there. That that's that's very dangerous because the youth see that, and, and I mean it's worse than the youth. I mean than the influence that they said N.W.A. had on my generation. <laughs> now you got somebody right. literally saying, "I don't, I really don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the police hurting people in my community. I don't. It's it's it's, and I don't. I really, I don't know how to really like what's the word for it." But that's that's dangerous, man. That's not hip hop. Hip hop, at least, like again, I'm reiterating. I'm just repeating myself. But we can debate Nicki Minaj between the Lauren Hill. We can. That's debatable. If you want to go ahead, that's debatable. But someone like a little Yachty, that's not even debatable, and it's disrespectful to put someone like that under the banner of hip hop, you know, and, and, and run with it. Or someone like a Mac Dre and a Jay Z. Yeah, you want to debate that? That's fine. But this guy is in a completely different league. And right. Those kind of people are dangerous.
1: So, so we're gonna we're going we're gonna wrap up just to respect everybody's time in just a minute. Oh, Dad,
0: were you about to say something? Well, I was, but um, I know that we had an episode that talked about the balance because we we said that you can have songs about partying and whatnot, and then you can have conscious songs. But like we said, it's it's a little bit just leaning more towards the 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 negative end of the balance. And so now you have people growing up with, like uh, Neff said, force fed with that side of hip hop on, you know, being the balances off. And so they're growing up and saying the conscience side don't matter, mainly because the balance has been thrown off for as, for as long as we could. Well, not as long as we can remember, but uh, maybe me. But uh, when the time as, like we say, Hot Boys and all that stuff, once about late 90s came around, the balance started to teeter more towards the negative side and was the only thing in rotation. And so now you have people born in all these years are, are teenagers now, are, are at the age of when everybody pretty much can get mainstream, and that's pretty much all they know. The latest they could probably go back is Hot Boys and stuff like that when most of their stuff was alluding to the negative end of that balance. So I think keeping that in mind, too, we, we, we talked about balance being important. And I think, the, I think these cats are lost, ultimately, because you look at... They're not even in tune...
5: This little Yachty cat or whatever, who was act- whoever was asked a question about Mike Brown and said, We ain't worried about that, we pop a bottles. Like that dude's not even in tune with his generation, right? But it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a byproduct of two decades, 15 to, 15 to 20 years of all hip hop artists. Jay is complicit in this, Puffy is complicit in this. All the heads who started making all that bling bling pop bottle rhyme were complicit in not talking about shit. And they never addressed issues, so they didn't. You got folks who got on that new black for a minute, and then they realize, like, oh, no, 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 cops are specifically shooting brothers in the streets. You're getting choked out on camera and nothing's happened to you. So now there's this schism, right? So this, this, this whole, this younger generation, they've been woken up to the fact that, no, we're not in a post-racial society. But right. the clowns, the coons that they've given a platform to ain't got shit to say or never have. Nothing.
1: Yeah, and and, and if I th- just to and and then we'll we'll wrap. I just wanted to to address you because I I like the I like the analogy that you gave with regards to like the fast food and like the you know the fine dining or whatever. And my my only response to that would be, um, you know, it's again, even if you haven't been, you know, even if you even if you've only been fed a certain type of food, right? Like, it's not even necessarily to say that that's your fault. Like, if I come to you and I'm like. Yo, know, you're not really hip hop, and it's not even necessarily your fault. Like what you've been fed, even if you've been told it's hip hop, is not. You might, maybe the only thing that you've ever been fed is McDonald's. I, you can't sit there and tell me that you're a healthy eater, though, right? Like you just, it, you can't do it. It might, it might not be your fault, but that's also still the the fact of the matter is that you are not eating a balanced meal. So you know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of where it, at least I I am with it is fault even if it's no fault of their own like you're saying like this is just what has been given to them and this is what they this is the only thing that they have to consume at the end of the day unless you actually go back and you start to do your homework and do your research and go all the way back to understand what's the history what are the elements how do all of these things work together you're you're not operating within the 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 hip-hop sphere right um so I and I but I I'll, I'll leave it at that and let you all we, we can start with we we came in with with Cliff with, in terms of the introduction so Cliff if you want to give us your you, just your final thoughts man on this whole topic um, and then we can go Dave Neff Dev Mylon and then we can we can close this thing out. All
3: right, so uh, yes, yeah, me Cliff. Uh, my final thoughts. Just I want to. First and, first and foremost, I appreciate everybody and all you guys' thoughts and awesome ideas. First, thank you for having me here. And just it was just a pleasure and an honor to uh, hear some of the, the, the beautiful ideas you brothers had. But uh, just to you know, speak on, just back to the initial question that was asked about the four elements of hip-hop. Um, and I think if there was a hierarchy uh, of those four elements, you see would have to be one. Um, at the bottom would have to be, uh, I don't know, graffiti. Uh, I grew up in L.A., and you weren't writing on walls uh, just for the heck of it. Uh, I grew up in a Well, you was writing on walls, man. You, <laughs> you was right. what hood you was from. It wasn't to express yourself artistically. So growing up on the West Coast was a little bit different. Uh, but at the end of the day, there was one commonality uh, amongst uh, whether it was West Coast, Midwest, or uh east coast it was about MCN, who could spit so i think with hip-hop at the end of the day if it can be debated what's good what's bad if you don't have MCN in it then what is it it's not hip-hop that's so i'm gonna leave it at that
1: dave what you got man oh man final words um
4: i would just like to say congratulations fellas on uh 50 published uh podcasts i think, so. uh, I think this yeah, i yeah. think what you guys yeah. are doing is um is dope man we need we need more um we definitely need more you know the open dialogue and uh, the platform and you know I'm saying just the education the knowledge being shared um as far as hip-hop is concerned uh i've always said it jokingly but as I get older, I'm really starting to just own the fact that you know, ratchet music does entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Timmy Turner is one of the best songs <laughs> to ever grace my YouTube feed. Like, and I don't mean it from a um, from a lyrical standpoint. Um, I think the the production on there is phenomenal. I could care less what he's actually talking about. Um, And I think just the stressors of active duty military life, I need music that makes no sense sometimes. I need music that just takes me to a different place. And um, although this generation doesn't produce many um, lyrical artists, uh, the production of ratchet music is at an all time high
1: and I appreciate it. (laughs) what <laughs> i'm really scared to ask what Neff thinks after that um but Neff, y- your final thoughts brother <laughs> nah,
5: yeah it's, it's all good man it's, so there's there's how do i be concise so I, i'll just go last uh the the, the thing is most recently on my mind everyone likes to turn up right into no one is serious all the time everything is not going to be you know what i'm saying one of Public enemies, enemies like, hardest tracks. Like, there, there's gonna be turn up music. There's gonna, people like to party, people like to get silly. There, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think hip hop has always been that. You used to have people like Kwame, who didn't have anything really deep to say, but oh, yeah. we have the to party too. Um, I think that hip hop is alive and strong, and I think that it's important that uh, we, we start to bring more of an optimistic view into into the conversation just in that there are more of us out there who love and respect great music um then we give credit for it i think a part of it is the jedi mind trick we keep getting told this story so we believe it just like the black father doesn't exist the black father doesn't exist We're like get out of here like the black father does exist now there may not be as many black marriages but Black men are being involved in raising their children, but they're but we're being told that they're that they're not, or that they're all thugs, or that they're all one thing. And I think that's kind of the case with, with hip-hop, because I just I just spent the past month and a half digging through the crates and curating a gang of dope music for this, this VEDAS update. Um, we're going to be releasing some new product features in the next couple of weeks here. And from Fashion to Denmark Vesey, uh, Sky Zoo and Torrey, some cats out of New York, they got they got some stuff they dropped in the past few years. That, that Kimba that, that album. Right? That Kimba that album that just came out, which is pure heat. Like, these are, these are this is not like this is a small little collective of people. These are brothers from, that don't even know each other, that are all across the country, who are making amazing music. And so I just think it's important that we, you know, respect uh, the greatness that's out there and, and, and keep celebrating the Celebrating the culture. I, I do think things things that are faddish, and I think we're, we're at that extreme with these mumble rappers. Like that shit goes away. Disco has gone away and has never had and has never come back. No one laments disco. No one throws throwback parties to disco, <laughs> right? And I think what's happening with this with this whack shit that that they're calling hip hop, which really isn't. There's none of the, the traits or characteristics of hip hop. It's it's gonna go away in the fat, And and, and MCs. Who who are lyricists who write their own shit? They they will they will uh, return in prominence, but we we need to give them the love that they deserve, and not worrying about whether Viacom or some other major media conglomerate gives them the love.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, Dev, young Dev, Devi Dev. My final thoughts. Um, like uh, Neph was alluding to on uh, as far as like just the longevity of it. You know, things come and go like you said, with the fads, but there's a reason why Kendrick and J. Cole are globally acclaimed as the best hip-hop MCs right now because it just, it happens. Like, the the best stuff will float to the top, basically. And um, <clears throat> I hate to um, spoil another por- portion of the get-down, but what really explained hip-hop to me, it was a DJ battle. And um, the whole goal was that you know, everybody, every element of hip hop had to work together to bring the, the basically hip hop at an all time. One hundred percent. This is it. Like you could just look around and feel like this was hip hop. It was the it was the DJ starting off. Then it was the um, the MC starting to get on the mic and flow. The, the people, the crowd themselves were already dancing. But their whole goal was to if you can get the B-boys to start breakdancing, then you pretty much won the whole thing. So it was more so like, all right, you got this element going. All right, now you got this element going. Now you got this element going. And when you get that last element, it was showtime. It was hip hop, and that's what we need to get back to. And it could, like we said, it don't have to be always serious, but at the same time, it don't always have to be play play either. You feel me? Like you don't. Have, it's, it can't be ratchet all the time. And I guess in a sense, like like Neff alluded to. It, if we're in that stage right now where it's just all ratchet all the time, it, it'll go back. It'll go back. And that's why I said there's a reason why Kendrick and J. Cole are at the forefront right now. And there's, that's that's why we got people like Neff creating Vedas because pretty soon that's going to come off the ground and we're going to see, like, yo, where all these people come from. And then you still – we already got a plethora of ratchetness, so they can come in, but it, it's not going to be as much room as it is right now. So as long as we can get all those elements together – and, and that's what hip hop truly is. It, it, it'll be good for me. Uh,
2: I, I I definitely echo uh, some of the sentiments, including Dave's outlandish comment that Ratchet music is awesome uh, for for a yeah. time. I, I do I do I I definitely have uh, two or three Ratchet songs that help me get. I mean, I'm not even in LA, but just getting on 580 and or 880 at 5 p.m. Is, it's becoming the same thing. It, 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 <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> you, you you need uh, a, a a a little two chains to get you through. Um, just just to get through the from you know from San Leandro to, back to Berkeley. Um, and I also will, will second um, the, the the sentiments of gratitude. I appreciate you, brothers. Uh, these are all. This is a this is the dope podcast. It's not because it's you know folks that know what they're talking about and folks that opinions that are, are similar to mine. Uh, you know, it's not about folks having similar uh, opinions. It's about having folks that I respect and, and, and love and, and, and see as, as as good dudes all around. Um, I, I have known everybody on this podcast for a different amount of time, but I, I love these brothers all the same. I appreciate y'all taking the time of your of your Thursday evening. And getting down with us, um, I appreciate the listeners. We have a thing here for the, the um, hip hop roundtable families called hashtag. I listen to the end, to the end. because listen everybody, to the end. everybody don't listen. You know, everybody's not capable of listening all the way to the end. So I appreciate those that are still tuning in on these shout-outs, And I think my last words will just be, um, though I've had uh, several campaign supporters uh to this evening I, I can't even list them all i, I feel like at, at some point everyone <laughs> has supported my my hashtag uh hip Health is dead everybody's done it i, I appreciate you all uh, for signing on at different periods of time signing back out and then signing back on um but I, I i love this art form with all my heart man it uh it, it shaped me um i'm i'm Work, we're working on the end of a book that that this tells just how much I, I truly love hip hop. And when I see uh, Serena Williams' little brother come, come into hip hop, uh, you know I don't even disrespect Serena, Serena Williams like that. I I, I, I fools with Serena. <laughs> yeah. not, it's not her little brother. It's it's Dorena Williams' uh, little brother, uh, heinous, uh Williams yeah. or something. It, this 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 cat is just horrendous. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so necessary. Yeah, it's, it's necessary. I have to give I have to give it to. Him. But I you had to
0: pick one victim. I had to pick.
2: I had to pick one victim, and 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 I, I agree with with Cliff. It's, it's a disrespect to the art. It's a disrespect to those who. Um, there are people. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to make hip hop sound like it's some type of civil rights movement, but there are people who, you know, when we talk about danger of being arrested. Like people, people touch that third rail trying to spray on the walls in some in certain subways. Uh, people, uh, there are people. There are artists who have died. You know, on stage or die because they uh, they are hip hop artists. You know, we we've lost a whole bunch. I mean, if if I mean, he was a little off. I, I respect the brother, but if Tupac worked in a nine to five, he might still be here. You know, mm-hmm. but he he spit bars, and because he spit bars, it put him in a particular a, a different place, and it changed his lifestyle and changed his life, and and ultimately uh, was at the heart of his of his death. So. I say all that to say that I love this art form. I love, I love folks who love it along with me. And, and I think, uh, for, for I thank these brothers for this moment, and opportunity to just discuss the fact that it can make its way back. However, um, I really, Mark
1: this moment in time, people. I'm just going to, I'm not even going (laughs) to say it a whole lot. I'm just saying mark this moment in time. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: With the semicolon (laughs) and three dots, uh, I don't see that happening. I see... That
1: part shall be edited out, by the way. I see myself
2: listening to Vedas and... You know, I always say, you know, I always use the analogy, man. You know, when V's like, what about J. Cole? What about Kendrick? It's like, man, it's like, I feel like I'm an archaeologist and I just found a T-Rex bone. You know what I mean? Like, oh, snap, look at this. But it's still dead. The T-Rex is dead. But I just found a tooth or a whole skull or look at this a foot and a skull but overall it's pretty it's pretty dead um but i'm glad to 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 talk about it every thursday and um i appreciate the opportunity to to talk about it with you brothers oh real quick that was my real shout out so (laughs) i don't know what that was that was a a pre-shout out so 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 neff we want to bring you back on i did Whenever Dev and Landon do finally listen to Kimba's album, they both are um, really horrible at listening to people. <laughs> I listened to it the same day you sent it. I listened to the entire uh, album. So whenever Landon preach. and Dev, I listen, have
1: been slipping up. I'm not gonna front. I know you sent it. I just have not he just sat said, with it.
2: He just said he sent it earlier. But yeah, yeah, I mean, no, I know. I that, said that, I know he did.
5: A, and that's just that Michigan State you know. I'm saying? that Spartan wow. wow. mind all Ooh,
2: twisted. You know, yikes!
1: Wow. he wound up with. He, that. he found a way to. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's good though. It's, it's you know what? It's fine. I mean, we're just gonna, I mean, we're just gonna go ahead like and continue you know to win like these games. Brothers. Y'all continue to fumble uh, with two seconds left on the clock. It's good. Um, you know what I mean? We, we gotta we gotta
5: look out for little brother. You know what I'm saying? You gotta help your self-esteem out,
1: brother. I, no, I, I appreciate you 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 putting me on game with that, but you know what I mean? We we gonna just continue what? to win these. Take these, take these W's. You know what I mean? I, I, that's that's all it is. It's, it's, right, it's sad.
2: But listen, so no, we want you to come back to do the Kimba show, Dave. I do want you to come back. We gotta and, do a battle rap too, and do a battle rap part two to kind of you know help us to under because you brought up help Mylon
1: just get Mylon on the I'm, on the I'm, battle I'm, train. He's yeah, still not I'm
2: there. not. I'm off this train, man. I, I I need a beat in the background. This is ridiculous. I just I just, <laughs> I just I'm, I'm struggling, and so but also but I think you brought up a good point about the the. uh the commercialized version of, of 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 the battle rap that Slaughterhouse tried to do, and I think that's an, an interesting uh, way of looking at it. Um, and then I definitely want to bring Cliff back on as well to kind of just discuss, even though you know he's he's got the law piece, but just really interested in how how he sees hip hop from from a not from a legal standpoint, but just from the fact that you know a lot of there's a, there's a lot of instances of rappers going in and out of jail, not paying their taxes. Uh just mm-hmm. what is that what how 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 does that impact
1: has he put any away is what you wanna know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, you know
2: who have you arrested? I mean who have you sent to jail? I mean basically that type of thing. So no those are the three shows that I, I, I had in my mind uh for us to do one day. Um so we'll we'll we're definitely gonna get on it. We're coming bigger and better. Uh, and after and, and within the next five to ten episodes, we're gonna have websites and logos. Uh, and, yeah, and we,
1: we was hoping to have a logo up for this one, but you know, we, we it's, it's all coming around, it's all coming around. So it's that's around. That, that,
2: that's all that's all I have again. Appreciate everybody. Let Landon uh, officially send us off.
1: Yeah, no, I, I will just say, um. Thank you all for, for coming on and celebrating this this big 50th milestone. Um, it may not be big to anybody but us, but we we definitely uh, excited to be able to have put out 50 episodes and actually have some some folks that are listening and, and, and engaged, and uh, hopefully we just continue to have more, but this is why we created it. It was nice to have uh, a whole lot of people at the round table and, and pull up some chairs with us, so, um, you know, and... Uh, so I mean I think for me I I think even you know the the last comments by by Dave and and somewhat by Myland have me even thinking um, just about uh, you know I think it's I think it's definitely true folks said it at the beginning like hip hop does evolve um, I think when we talk about you know the the, the ratchet music and and I can understand the, the appreciation for sometimes I just need to let loose and and yes there has been party music but you know is this a is this another just evolution of the same thing of hip hop or is this something that are we on are we truly like you know we I know we we have said loosely like call it something else but are we truly on the verge of of something else and and, and what will that become you know like is it are we just all you know even myself and Dev being probably being the the youngest of, of the group are we all the old heads who are looking back at You know who who are doing the same thing when folks looked at hip hop and and said the same exact thing and just didn't get it, just didn't understand it, and yet under the surface, there was there was something amazing happening. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's the case, but um, you know, it's just it it, it leaves me something to think about when we, you know, because it's something to acknowledge. Like it doesn't have to be the same thing all the time. It doesn't have to be overly conscious or overly whatever in order for it to have. some appeal so um you know it's just it's it's very interesting but at the end of the day man the this this culture was was birthed off of certain certain elements certain uh things really were were at the forefront at the center and at the heart um of, of creating this new thing that has changed the world and impacted me and i think all of us in a major major way and i'm grateful for it i'm thankful for it um, and I just hope that we would all maintain that essence while growing and evolving at the same time. So whatever that looks like, as long as it stays true to, like I said before, that passion, that fire, that, you know, that wanting and and, and feeling that there's got to be something better. We're making a change. We need we, we're giving a voice. Um, you know, as long as it stays true to that, I, I'm good with it. And that's what I that's what I really love and appreciate about this culture. So. Uh, other than that, unless don't, anybody don't, got any just real quick, Cliff, you you stepped off for a second. I just want to
2: let you know we we said we wanted to bring you back for a show to talk about uh, the prison industrial complex and hip hop. Oh. Is it is there a thin line or are they one and the same? Yeah, that's oh. what it is. Oh. So, <laughs> ready yourself. See, he's ready. Yeah. he's like, oh, saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say we can record out. after this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, you had stepped uh. out. So. Um, now you can now go go ahead.
1: All right, y'all. Well, you know, of course, um I, I always fail to do this at the beginning of the episode, and and my two co-hosts never remind me. But um, you know, uh, of course, <laughs> you can catch every single solitary episode, all fifty, at uh, hiphoproundtable podcast dot com or podbean dot com rather, dot podbean dot com. Search for us on Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Hip Hop Roundtable. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, uh, I guess if you have concerns, I don't know what your concern would be, but if you have some concerns, whatever it might be, uh, if you have any ideas for what you want us to talk about, uh, shoot us an email at hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. Just continue to get in touch with us. Again, we have more folks on here to, to to broaden the dialogue. That's what we want from y'all, too. So, please, uh, you know, let us know what you thought about any of these brothers on here or their previous episodes. Um, yeah, let's keep it going. Otherwise, we're going to push back from the roundtable and holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.
0: Peace. Hashtag Peace. listen to the end.